cool. All right, let me get that recording. Now recording. So I just setting up the, the bot. Right. Okay. Uh, this is my old man heart suddenly going like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Craig does uh, throw some people off. <laughs> By the way, is Craig a bot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just heard like someone say recording. In this <laughs> yeah, that's Craig's signature call. And yeah, fingers crossed Craig does stick around for the entire thing, but we will see. On Craig, we believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it, Craig. Don't let us down, Craig. Um, we have guests. Yeah, I know. It is. <laughs> Sometimes it's like that. It's like, don't embarrass us in front of company. <laughs> and then we have to talk to him afterwards, like when the company leaves. It's like, uh... <laughs> like, Craig, this isn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. right, is everyone ready? Mm. Yep. Yep. That sounded like a. Yep. I don't know what that was from Dazzy, but <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that was a. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am. I am oh. ready. <laughs> I was just thinking of uh, my stories. <laughs> I thought that was a universal. I might need more time. Sound, but okay. <laughs> um, it's fine. I've got the whole introduction for more time. I'm ready. Fine. I'm ready. Cool. Let's go. Okay. All right, we will go in three, two. Oh, sorry, 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 false alarm. Uh, my window's open. I'm just going to close that. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes, counting. Okay, the recording bot is with us. I am now ready. We will go in three, two, Let's go for it. Let's, uh, I'll sure I remember how to podcast along the way. It's like riding a bike, right? Hello and welcome to the Story X Story podcast, where we discuss stories across pop culture, plus give you advice on creating your own. It's episode number 55, or if you are a super... Vo- bleh, bleh. Almost got it. Almost got it. Almost got it. We're so close. You know, actually, I'm not even going to go into all the mistakes that we've been doing, like me and Taz, we were recording. Try again. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Story X Story podcast, where we discuss stories across pop culture, plus give you advice on creating your own. It is episode number 81, and I am your co-host, Nigel. I am Tazzy, content creator and co-host. As we... Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do that again because I'm reading from the wrong notes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's my own fault for having. <laughs> I was like, wait, you're not. That's not you. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Let's try this again with the right set of notes. How can we possibly posit? Oh my God, I've lost my words. Let me try that one again. So today we're talking with either the oh, love, love them. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> oh, <that's> a... <laughs> you almost got me too. <laughs> Let's try that one again. I'm getting I like actually have a ton of things so I need to <laughs> Yeah, me too. I try to be selective and, and pace out what I talk about when 
Oh, oh no, but I've watched so many good things recently. <laughs> okay, I'll type them in and then decide which ones I bring up. So uh, we're going to have a spoiler-free discussion about what stories everyone has been reading, watching, or playing. So we will start with our gre- with our great. <laughs> I'm just going to start from the top. Uh, So we're going to have a spoiler-free discussion about what stories people have been reading, watching, or playing. Oh my god. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I've just broken myself. (laughs) Because like, yeah, my, my dyslexic brain just doesn't we're literally the blind leading the blind over yeah. here with dyslexia so. <laughs> uh. it is about a um a high schooler named uh, takeo golda and it's about him in high school having his first romance his first girlfriend but the thing that sets it aside is he is also like six foot looks like a 30 year old man and is built like a sumo wrestler and a lot of the humor, the genuine heart that comes through it is more authentic than I've seen in any yeah. anime like this in quite a long time. And do you know what? Sometimes you just need some sappy fluffiness, mm. I think. And this did it for me. I think with this, because, yeah, I was uh, I was sat watching it. I totally wasn't invested at all, you know. I was, no, I was I reading the book. No. definitely just dragged you along, <laughs> yeah. didn't I? But the thing with this is, like, it, it it's there's no um, un- unnecessary hijinks and there's yes. no, like characters who are just x or just y yeah it's i love real... that phrase by the way unnecessary mm-hmm. hijinks i'm making stickers of that the way that each game is framed to bring out the emotion the the stage at the plot so showing sort of doubt or fear and because like anya taylor joy has like these big eyes she just does well in conveying that uh, emotion. So a lot of the focus is on like people's faces and reactions to situations in the game. And she does that so well, but even outside of that, as you see her navigate this and, well, I won't say too much, but she becomes really good at chess, basically. I, yeah, like I said, I needed to get this app because it has been a long time since I had played any kind of chess and I'm watching the game and I'm like, like I remember these pieces, but, I need to, not, not that I need to validate these moves that they're making, but you know, I just wanted to know which piece moves where, which piece can move uh, and to take that piece. So I was like, I got the app just to know the basics. And then I'm just like, now I'm just playing this app and I'm playing chess. Now, <laughs> let me set the expe- expectations. I'm not good. Like I'm at the beginner. And I think it was last week I stepped up to intermediate and now I'm just being bullied by the app. So when you asked me earlier what I've been doing, <laughs> And you put, and I was on the spot a bit, and I was like, uh, 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 uh. what I actually meant to say was, I watched um, Red Notice and Free Guy back to back last night. <laughs> nice, you had a little Ryan Reynolds marathon. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good idea. For me, watching that show, just remembering Ryan Reynolds, he's the guy where you know sometimes you see the person, you're like, that guy's going to be a star, whatever the thing is, whether it's like film and TV or. I don't know, sports, as you just see the person at a young age and like that guy, because he's like, he's funny and not necessarily like he's got jokes, but the, I feel the thing with comedy is like the timing and he's got comedic timing and he had it in that show. It's just like a, I thought it was a great show. I don't know what you felt about it, Lau. Didn't watch it too much. Coming to America, 
which was the much anticipated sequel of Coming to America, the first one. And I don't really know if I've got much to say about it that isn't really a spoiler because it's got a really simple storyline. I know that a lot of people were kind of really looking forward to this and expecting something spectacular but it really was just a celebration of the old film and just seeing how many faces they could pull out and if you go into it thinking that's what you're going to get then you'll be very pleased with it but just don't expect too much from it but yeah I think that's that's the latest thing that I've watched. I I heard like a lot of people like looking forward to watching Coming to America but just totally went over my radar <laughs> to be happy I have good reason yeah I'm looking forward to it or I was until that kind of lukewarm <laughs> uh, assessment of it but I'm still gonna watch it podcast sorry but like the one thing that I've watched that I've sort of really been absorbed in is uh WandaVision which I'll let let Nigel gush about <laughs> yeah Right, so before I say, because I've also been watching One Division. Before I say this, let me just say, so I do have concerns about the sort of what is slowly becoming the monopoly of Disney on all our favorite properties, and the idea of like one entity producing sort of all the major content and what that does to the film industry and what that does to stories. Uh, so I do have some concerns, and I say that up front because everything I'm about to say is just glowing on, uh, on one division and what disney are doing with the streaming um we had a quick discussion before this chat and i was saying i don't even remember what i've watched but i wonder if that's part of it because <laughs> yeah it seems us so quickly that it goes out of my head because what did i i just finished watchmen and that's that is also, it's sounding like, because I've been listening to YouTube, but I've been scared to listen to YouTube. Because <laughs> I can't, I'm not hearing any spoilers at all. Or yeah. be a spoiler. But that too was kind of like, didn't give me everything all at once. And I've read the novel for Watchmen. And I saw the film when it first came out. I did watch the, I watched the first episode of the show and then I went back and watched the film because I thought what what's this got to do with anything and, and I kind of felt like oh it was one of those things where I had all the all the episodes in front of me and I wasn't really that bothered but clicking next until a certain point and it made me realize like what we're saying about how much you get at the beginning and just Sowing the seeds for some stories, sowing yeah. the seeds, letting letting me like go proper storytelling. Yeah, I mm. still don't know what I am about releasing something every week. If you really want to see something every week, you <laughs> just go and watch an episode every week. But give it to me or now, please. Because I know we had some we had some issues with yeah there we had some is. issues with Craig before. It was like um, he's acting up. He's getting a bit uh, <laughs> temperamental. So kind of. It because that happened to us last time we did the MG podcast. He didn't want to join. No, yeah. <laughs> well, we had guests and everything. We weren't exactly happy about like it. Embarrassing us in front of guests. <laughs> <laughs> but I was told by Greg, you don't know, so I could have mm. called him anything and you would be okay with that. But um, <laughs> so he was saying that apparently it's a um, just because it's not a Craig thing, it's a 
Discord thing that's affecting oh. Craig because of the increased usage. And he sent me a message. Uh, so his message, he copied the message that mm-hmm. I think Craig sent out. And it was basically like, we can't do anything about it. Just stop. <laughs> stop oh. talking to us about it. That was, the, that was the subtext of it. So I thought it was quite funny. I need to go back to Kuroko's uh, basketball. Kuroko's basketball. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah, that's, I, I'm, I'm liking that. I started it and then I got to one episode and I just stopped for some reason. I was just never, I never felt like I was in the mood for it and I don't know why. Same kind of thing happened with me with that one. Wait, that one's the one with the, the red-headed boy and the blue-headed yep. boy. Yep, yep. Yeah, like the same thing happened with me. I didn't dislike it at all. I kind of like I was kind of getting on with it, but I just dropped it for some reason. I'm not even yeah. sure why. Like, yeah, and I was really enjoying it. Like it yeah. was. I really liked the relationships between the characters and everything. And then I don't know. I think it's with sports anime when they. I think it might have been in in the middle of a big sports tournament, mm-hmm. and they were really focusing on the skill of the game. And then when they take quite a few episodes on that, I think that's when they lose me a bit. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because yeah. I, I do like the sports aspect of it, but I don't, I don't need the in-depth sports bit. Yeah. I want the, like, anime sports bit. Like, I want... Totally <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you. Yeah. I've stopped having... You're actually worse for this. You have no patience for filler anymore. Uh, no, I, yeah, I've... I don't have the time. I really don't. <laughs> if this plot gets stuck in the mud for one episode, that's it. I'm, I'm gone. I'm out. <laughs> I'm fine with filler if it's like in shows where the filler is like the relationship between the characters. Yeah, that's yeah. a little slice of life moment. Mm-hmm. I love those if they're just like a little bit in the middle. But when it's like we're going to spend like 10 years on how this person's dribbling the ball, <laughs> I'm going to be like... You're losing me. You're losing me. Yeah, like, I've got some. I've got some thoughts. I'll save my thoughts. But I, yeah. yeah, I wonder if it's easier for you because you're really you're you're more into sports. Yes, yeah, the anime. It's a combination of the anime and the sports and mm. how they do that balance. And starring Simu Liu and Tony Luing. I said that wrong. Long. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah. See, I'm getting. I got the easiest one. Anyway. And starring <laughs> <laughs> Simu Liu and Tony Long. Uh, but oh, by the way, this, uh, uh, this is just going to be me trying to figure out what the hell I watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so uh, just I, prepare for that. I, I want to say before we start, I'm so sorry because <laughs> uh, me and like me and Laura had it penciled in to watch Paprika and I'm like we'll just watch it later I've seen I, you know Satoshi Kon I know him you know best buds and all that we've stuff we've seen this movie like four times yeah <laughs> and we watched it like last week and then first five minutes in we're like oh my god yeah what have we seen <laughs> I kind of felt really bad for a minute. I was like, oh, God, I love these people. Yeah. So like, I love this film to the end of the earth, but I yeah, can't yeah. wait to hear your thoughts. I really this can't is... wait. Boy, okay. I think, <laughs> I think I've got some thoughts. Behind a lot of these productions, you'll find um, an existing product, like a manga or a novel or something. There is actually an original Perfect Blue novel but it's got very little to do with the film of Perfect Blue. Hmm. Uh, Con was actually only given three things that he had to keep intact. And he never read the book, by the way. Um, he just got told he had to have a B-list idol, had to have it horror-themed, and it had to have a stalker fan. 
And he kind of just ran with that and produced what we see in Perfect Blue. Also, a no swearing notice. Yes, I read that on the thing. I'll do my best. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, although it is funny when I do bleep things out sometimes. But. Okay. <laughs> no swearing's always like sometimes I'm perfectly fine with no swearing. Yeah. And then other times I'm like, just to come. I think games night is the hardest. <laughs> yeah. And we've just yeah. played a course of frustrating games. So it's oh like, my, God, yeah. <laughs> my app, like, I don't have much space <laughs> to not be frustrated. I know. <laughs> it's quite difficult when you're like doing something on top of talking, right? Yeah. Like, podcast, you can stop yourself. But when you're gaming, especially if it's hard, it just flies out. <laughs> yeah. If I'm playing something like, um, like League of Legends or something, I'm always just like, oh, for F's sake. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it just, yeah, it just appears out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> just left suddenly. Oh, there's a swear. That's fine. <laughs> I think Apex Legends is my worst, like, yeah. game for, like, causing swearing. I don't know why. Like, it's just whenever I'm playing that game. Probably, well, you can just put me on mute. <laughs> yeah, just play it. Yeah. You know, sometimes you see, I don't know, like careers things. We're not a careers organization, we're, we're a brand, mm. but you know, you see careers things and it's very polished. Yeah. And it's like, I'm at the top of my field and I did. Yeah. That's fine in certain spaces, but I think what we want is just like, here's a person who's doing a yeah. thing. How did they yeah. get there? And let's talk about that thing. I think you want to get nice. someone, you want to get like someone that's relatable and then people like reading that or listening, it's like, oh, I could do that. And I am all about that. And especially like, you know, having, I guess, ethnic faces, ethnic diversity and showing those kind of like, I'm all about that. And, you know, Mm. all the stuff going on right now with like the Stop Asian Hay and Black Lives Matter, that that stuff. Like I'm trying to, I guess I'm more aware of that stuff now. And I want to, I guess, promote that, if that makes sense, like add something to that space. And I think it's awesome that you guys are doing that. So like, you know, hats off to you guys. No, thank you. Yeah. I just trying to do it in a... um... I yeah, I call it like learning by stealth. So, <laughs> so before we get into figuring out paprika uh, and uh, and all that, uh, we're gonna touch in or bleh, let me do that again. I don't know. Is touching in even a, a phrase that people <laughs> people use? Because like, I said it, I was like, that don't, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, pawn maybe. Touch on. There you go. I was, yeah. I was like, yeah, touch, phrase. Yeah. Yeah, t- touching doesn't doesn't sound right. Touching <laughs> sounded like a mix of a sports thing and I don't yeah, know what. So, touchdown, goal, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I'm like, does it just being the two of us mean that it'll end up being more likely to be longer or shorter? Sure, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> at first I was like, oh, like it should just go like yeah. a lot shorter. There's only two of us, but then it's like, but then we both go off on one. There's no one to break it up. <laughs> no referee to like step in. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Before that, though, let me know. Blah, blah. Blah. see that lose the guess and I'm it's all gone downhill uh, yeah no <laughs> all right I'll just like go from there but before we get into that let people know you can subscribe to story x story on apple podcasts spotify and whether a <laughs> this is why we need a guest this is why we need a guest 
to referee and to bring, I don't know, sanity to our delivery. <laughs> okay, try that one more time. And for today, we're going to be talking about the 2014 comic book... F- the. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently, I can't do um, segment introductions without a guest. <laughs> I need the stage. <laughs> need the audience. Um, right. I think it's interesting as well because because we kind of then see Charles through Logan's eyes, which obviously Logan, knowing Charles, sees him as like this well put together knows knows what he's doing yes brings it brings yeah has all the answers sees the hope in people that they don't see in themselves and then suddenly logan's like looking at someone that's more like him Mm. and is a mess (laughs) (laughs) and doesn't know his potential doesn't know his full capabilities and like suddenly it's like Whoa, and we're kind of seeing Charles through Logan's eyes. And I think by doing that, it puts more emphasis on Charles's journey. So I want to know your thoughts on how they delivered with time travel in this story. And if there were any moments that particularly worked or maybe lost you in this film. It was kind of one where it's like, you have me, you don't have me, you have me. <laughs> and they went for like a much simpler time theory than a lot of time travel does. Because it's kind of like their version is is a track, right? It's a linear track where if you go back yeah, you're and change things, it erases. Yeah, there's a new track there. So I, I like that because I feel like sometimes with a lot of shows and films they get like all caught up in like really scientific time theory that's like really trying to get into how like modern theories perceive time yeah. and i think that bogs it like you get too bogged down in that that you're like this is fiction you can make time exist <laughs> yeah. however you want it to it doesn't have to be scientifically or what we perceive to be scientifically accurate it doesn't need to, as long as it makes sense in its universe, it doesn't matter. And I feel like for this film, it worked that it was such a simple concept. But the thing that really like made me be, like, I was like, what is at the end when Logan wakes up in, you know, everything's been fixed and, you know, he goes and he's like i don't know what's happened and then he sees charles and charles is like oh welcome back and it's like well what happens to the logan that existed between the moment we leave logan drowning and (laughs) logan wakes up like what happens to the logan that existed then was just someone on all like what like because his me- he won't he so he has no memory of whatever happened between No Logan does, but everyone else doesn't. Yeah, but Logan has no memory of what happened in the oh, new timeline. Yeah, yeah. He just suddenly wakes up like I don't know anything. And I'm like, surely their brain like his memory would merge and it would just feel like a dream, but because he goes back, so 
future Logan goes back. Back. Has all his existing, existing memories his, from, from his first timeline. Yeah. He goes changes the timeline. Back, changes the timeline, and then just a version of Logan existed between <laughs> yeah, the, true, in yeah. some the middle of the new timeline. And then so everyone's gonna have all these memories of him that he's not gonna have, but like for a big chunk of time as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, is that not gonna raise questions? I know like Charles said he's gonna catch him up, but Having someone tell you something and living something is two yeah, different things than remembering yeah. something. And, like, Charles doesn't know everything. <laughs> That's yeah, he wasn't, I, wasn't, I was with you the whole way. And then as well... This um, is how you sleep. When the series started and it, and it came out, and although I didn't watch it, all I saw was Baby Groot. So, Baby Groot? <laughs> wrong, wrong franchise. <laughs> Same company, wrong franchise. Wrong franchise. <laughs> I mean, so go, I did see a lot of Baby Groot because it was like Baby Groot versus, versus oh, Grogu. Baby Yoda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Baby Yoda is what I <laughs> to say. Uh, we're talking about Soul. Oh, the, the Pixar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yes. That hit yes. me. Like, I'm yes. going to, I'll save yes. this for the room. Yeah, let's, let's, talk, <laughs> let's talk about it afterwards because that could be a podcast yeah. on its own of its yeah. own thing. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, don't yeah. want to start. I don't want even to start. Oh, my gosh. Dude, <laughs> I'm coming to my eyes right now. Maybe <laughs> you just stay on and join us. <laughs> emotions. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, just turn this into a therapy session. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's all have a therapy session after this. <laughs> with like, seriously. All right, cool. Let me get this record. Very sorry. Sorry, keep asking questions. So, are you going to edit? Like, say if I say something or I'm like, uh, 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 uh accidentally fart, you can edit that out, right? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, depending Amazing. on the nature of the fart, I may keep it in. If what it's, if it's like a trumpet, like soul? If it's entertaining, <laughs> we'll keep it in. Uh, that okay. I'll, I'll keep it in then, in okay. that case. All right. But everything else, yeah, I, I edit. I try and take out the sort of pauses and, and things like that. And, yeah. Um, You're gonna do a lot of editing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I love about it because I I also heard that originally they wanted him to be an actor. The first early scripts they were going to be an actor, and then they changed it to a jazz musician. And I think partly that was because jazz musicians it feels you're in it for the love of the thing itself you're not doing it because you want to be famous or because you want to be rich or because you know you're doing it because you just have this love of jazz and love of music otherwise you wouldn't it's, it's a, you know as his mum talks about it's a crazy career like why would you do it <laughs> you know it's not a sensible thing and I think that the switch to jazz was such a good choice for the storytelling and then I, I really loved how that decision informed so much more of the film and is threaded through like if you watch the animation styles so joe he he's this obviously this lanky guy but his animation is super fanatic and kind of like his it's really rhythmic but sort of broken especially early on and he's sort of like kind of jittery and then you see someone like Dorothea whose whose movements are really slow and melodic and calm just like she is and by the end as uh, Joe's having his epiphany his musical style is almost evolving the music he plays to to connect with 22 is this soft gentle wistful piece of music and I feel like that it just shows also in how he's growing, how the music grows with him. I think it's 
it's really beautiful. I think I kind of am satisfied with the ending how it is because I think after the movie, it's it, you're you you're sitting down and uh, you as a watcher are still thinking and processing everything. And I think if you if they put more information um, out there on how he lived his life afterwards, I personally uh, like it that they took it like this because yeah, to change these things in your own life doesn't happen overnight or maybe by one experience, but it will take mm. more time, I think. Okay, it's like a process. It's like a yeah, and I think I think it's 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 nice they left it open because uh, it basically like that's what life is. There's no right way or something like it differs for every person. And if, I'm, I'm terrible at explaining this, but uh, no, I get it. It's kind of like that interpretation. So it is is left to your interpretation, and that's I like that. Like I yeah. said, I, I I mentioned the Last of Us and that that mm. it's ending without sort of saying what happens there but just it's it's very much your interpretation so yeah i do i get that yeah so you, as as like after you watch it you as uh as a watcher are left with like what would would he do and um yeah. you will fill it fill it in for him instead of the movie filling it in for you i recognize that you know like maybe that maybe that was not done for it to be the best thing for the story translating is an incredibly nuanced and complicated thing to do and i think now they approach it more in a we're trying to preserve the original intention kind of way and i think to be honest they learned from the fan subs and the fan dubs because we used to get like i used to reject like i i took i used to take stuff back to hmv because i was just like this is terrible well, it's the opposite as well. This is one of the things I always loved about it is you look at every children's coming of age story and they all follow that normal child goes to Narnia, normal child, to, you know, goes to Wizarding World. Normal, you know, it's always that way around. And it's always like going from normal world to magical world. And mm. this is the opposite. It's yeah. magical child <laughs> going to regular city, but thinks the city is magical because it's the opposite to them. And it's child leaving home rather than parents getting bumped off or whatever the normal uh, impetus is. So I quite like that complete swap. And she does a good deed. So she gets the delivery service up and running. Her first delivery doesn't go so well, but she she makes it work. She, you know, makes it work. She gets the, the cat Gigi in place. She goes to get the, the thing she's supposed to deliver. Even that kid doesn't really care, like, <laughs> about the toy. But it's cool. We're, we're good. We delivered it. We got our first. We got paid for it. All good. Gets another thing. We meet this nice old lady. I've helped her make this pie. And... You know, she's gonna. We're gonna deliver it to her grateful granddaughter. We get there. It's raining. It's cool. We're gonna. We're gonna make it. This is my business. We get there. I don't even like pies. I don't even like like this thing. I don't care. And that just like hit me because it's like you work for something, you you put it out, and then just be someone just dismisses it like it's nothing. And after that point, I was like, oh man, <laughs> that's that's hard to take. That's a hard thing it's to like take. It's like life kind of just deflating you. And like it's only just occurring to me now that literally as she gets deflated and kind of collapses onto the bed a bit and and things in a in a world where they've still got it's worth mentioning there's still flying machines and zeppelins and things. Like it's a it's a non-Second World War romanticized European type village that they're that they're in and mm. she gets deflated by life and then she can't fly and my brain's now just going hang on a minute is there a literal like thing going on yeah. there between the emotional 
and it's not just her spark is it like literally like to do with with just just collapsing and that's why she can't leave the ground i haven't read the comic but like i feel the exact same way i just just before you continued having not read the comic did you know that that whole essentially why i said a prologue about barbara isn't in the comic and that was just for the animation i had no idea but i like okay. the, the same thing for me has i was like this feels so like just out of place yeah like i was like what <laughs> <laughs> and then you sort of like get into the the film and you're like okay cool and like it just seems to even even as it gets you know sort of into the story it's like it it makes it, it it's stands out even more as like not fitting because you're like where does this what relevance did this have at any point exactly. I don't understand. <laughs> it didn't make any sense it didn't add to the storyline either it did not add to the storyline so i felt like it wasn't necessary what was the purpose of it like in a man would have saved her regardless because she's back so it wasn't like just didn't make any sense to me in terms of as a plot feature didn't forward the plot it didn't build up on her character well, kind of, it, it built down on her character, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. If anything, it took away. It took away from her, them building her up as like, she was fighting criminals, she was doing, she, you know, she was doing bits. And then suddenly she just, she's into Batman. And then, and then it's the afterwards as well. It wasn't just like, let's just get on with it. Let's, she, she's like, oh, he doesn't like me. You don't care anyway. And should I call him? Like, what's happening to you? Like, like that's sort of like, quote unquote, girl talk with her, with her colleague, yeah. friend in the light. I feel like oh such a problematic character for me as well. I felt yeah. like he was mature because he's also the 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 gay friend. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just like not that great. And you know, I don't like to speak against DC. <laughs> I, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, people listening to understand how difficult <laughs> this is for Annabelle right now. Uh, so I, but I, I totally agree because I, and I'm I'm not even joking when I say this. I so as I started watching it, so I had read the comic. As I started watching the animation, I had to pause and check Wikipedia to make sure I was not watching the wrong thing for this oh my podcast. God, so did I. We, my brother and I were discussing like villains get broken down into their elects where they don't actually think they're a villain. They just think the hero is idealistic. Um, and that's like Lex, Thanos, where they don't see themselves as the villain. They just see themselves as, I have this idea, you just need to get on board with it. And then there's crazies. <laughs> <laughs> where they're just crazy and that's why they are, they're a villain. And then there's the people who they know they're bad, they don't care, they just want to watch the world burn and the joker to me has sometimes fits into all three categories where he wants to so that's why he's always been an interesting villain to me because is he actually crazy or is he just a high functioning sociopath <laughs> is, is the joker crazy you know because there's, he, he skates a line but some of the things that he says are exceptionally intelligent but then for, for so for me this book where he that that quote for me that I have I have it as one of my favorite quotes where he's just like you can just take the exit into madness. It's such a seductive thing to do when like life is so overwhelming, you lean into the madness. But it's almost for him where he's able to still access his intelligence, where he's still clever enough to almost because he use... reasons these points yeah. that he makes. And a crazy person wouldn't reason. The Joker is able to almost flip both sides of it. Which is why it's just like when people are like, oh, Batman's biggest villain is just a clown. 
he's so much he's just such an intelligent you can just like say it like that but it's it's so much more than that which is why Joker for me has always been one of my favorite villains just because he's such an interesting character and this really brought that home to me where his backstory and why he slipped into madness and the whole idea of um one bad day of becoming someone like the Joker where life is too unbearable that you choose madness instead Hey, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> what? Again, Craig. Yeah. That's so weird. So uh, we switched from Skype uh, because Craig, even though he has just quit in the middle of recording sometimes, he basically records everyone on a separate file and then syncs up the files, which just makes editing so much easier. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So if I sniff in the middle of something you say, you can just take it off quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's so much so much easier. Nice. Whoa, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Craig's a bit uh, intense sometimes. <laughs> Craig, no one's, no one's ever ready there? for that. Yeah, no, no one's ever ready. Uh, so, what was your question? And just to double check, do we need to? We don't need to record at our end, do we? No, no. So uh, Craig, assuming he plays nicely, we'll we'll get it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's nice enough to record separate files for everyone. So I get that. Oh, what a clever man. Amazing. I know. I know. But it's um, just based on a recent record. It's likely he will just quit at some point during this recording. (laughs) So I just just, advance warning. (laughs) I don't know, because I think... He started off small time and then a lot more people used him. So now he's um, sort of big time yeah. and he's got an ego. So he just, he decides <laughs> wow. when he wants to work. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. But um, with, yeah, talking to his agent and uh, trying to get the, uh, yeah, the contract <laughs> renegotiated. Wow. So, um, but yeah, so that might, that actually might happen. That part's not a joke. He might, he might, <laughs> he might actually just stop. But yeah, uh, to your question, no, you don't have to record. We got that. But yeah, I love I love the whole um, ribbon, the time ribbon. Mm. Is that the best way to describe it? That's a way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a way. It's my way. But it's like when you break it down, it's really confusing. But how they've done it, it's not, it's very straightforward. Like it weaves together. It very much and again because the themes are so strong, mm. it all matches or it it strengthens the theme, even though it. It will jump to different years and, mm. uh, and different places. But up places. until the end, you don't know it's different years. Up until that, like figuring that out point, you don't know it's different years. No, that's true. You, You're well, you know when, in it. or kind of when he finds out when uh, Taki essentially finds out the person he's looking at, looking for died in a comet collision three years ago. Then it's like, whoa, that's uh, that's a whole thing. Yeah, and then that's sort of like the mystery unraveling. I feel like. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like other than like, there's no hint to them being in a different time zone. Well, there, I think there's really subtle hints mm. to them being in a different time zone up until well, not that time point. zone, but a different, different, <laughs> different time. Yeah, like different stop. times. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's not, this is not like a. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to confuse it with like. <laughs> they exist at different times yeah like i don't know so i don't yeah i sort of disagree with it being hard to hard to follow because i've watched a lot of things that go do like time hops and they're so confusing because they are literally hopping between 
time, but in this, when you're following it, you don't realize you're not in the same time zone, in the same time frame. Okay. So it's not until the end when it sort of unravels that you realize. And then I feel like it kind of answers your question so quickly. Well, that's how I felt anyway, that you don't get a chance to be super confused about it unless you're overthinking it. I was just going to say, so because my first thing, I was particularly curious as to how you found it, Tazzy, because I know we've spoken about time mechanics like on the show and off show, which I'm not going to yeah. use. Uh, it's a phrase I'm going to use more often now. But um, so and like you have a thing about time mechanics being used badly or being done badly. Uh, not that I thought this was done badly, but it's one of those where if you I feel if you overthink it, you can start to pick apart sort of, oh, this kind of thing is a plot hole or uh, this thing doesn't quite match. But for me, it's, it's a it's a very much, and I don't necessarily think it was done badly, but I think it's very much the the sum that is about the whole. And I, mm. I feel the whole is art. <laughs> and, and you kind of don't necessarily think about it too much. You t- just take the, take the whole. So you might, give allowance for any potential sort of plot holes in there but you just don't need to think about that too much because what's being told what's being presented like is art (laughs) so just enjoy enjoy the art and then take that of course that's uh you know magic time in japanese they say katawale doki or kawatare doki that means like you know that particular time you don't know uh, who they are Uh, even you see the people kawatare is who is this Key is the time, so and then also this is the time that the sun goes down, and then lots of things uh, you see became so ambiguous, and then it's really vague. That's people believe that there are so many magic things going to happen around at the time, and uh, you might see that someone you really want to see, you know, or maybe even deceased loved ones. So it's really, especially this like you know, magic hour scene, really, really beautiful. Are your books coming out on time and not 10 months after you said they would? <laughs> <laughs> it should be on time the end okay. of this month. So it just should be fine. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. I was just saying to, um, to Tazzy that, yeah, we, we've just about finished Sirius. So Canali's oh. doing a last, yes. uh, last couple of pages. I need to make a change on one of them. Uh, I'll probably right. do that tomorrow and then like the main story pages are done so then it's like all the uh extra like uh pages around it and then send it to print oh finally finally the day, day is coming yeah i know right <laughs> i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it yeah the inko is one of the few people that has seen the story mm. inko the my matter team and i also showed uh so i did a workshop and i showed um there was this girl. Uh, do you remember Tazzy? I mentioned this girl just did not talk. Oh, the quiet, the really like not it quiet is an under non-verbal. understatement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nonverbal. Uh, so oh, that was a that was a challenge. But um, oh yeah, I haven't told you. Uh, did I tell you this story, Inko? I think so. Okay, I'll, I'll say it quickly and then we'll, we'll do the yeah. actual uh, recording. But um, so because I'm doing this, oh, I was doing this workshop in South London and. Uh, in the first few, so I think she came to the third one. This girl came, mm-hmm. uh, I think about 12 or 13, and she did not talk. English oh. isn't her first language, but I don't think mm-hmm. that would have made a difference. She just 
did not talk. So even like her name, like I couldn't even get a name out of her. Um, so she was just there, like she was, she was drawing and um, I'm just getting nothing. I'm like, are, are you even enjoying this? Or So after I do the, the thing around, because I think she came on a session for characters. Uh, so we're talking about characters. Some people had been before, so they were on their way. So I sat down with her. I was trying to get something like, <laughs> do, you, do you like kind of, uh, drawing or anything? Do you have any yeah, ideas? Yeah. I just get nothing. But um, I took out because yeah. I carry, you know, I went to the comic book shop. So I was, I've got some comics. I had some mm-hmm. comics, pulled out some mix of mm-hmm. comics and manga. Like as soon as the she saw the manga, this girl's hand shot out so quickly, like straight to the manga. She picked up My Hero Academia flicked through it, uh, sniffed it, which is weird, but she sniffed the book as well. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, whatever, that's cool, if that's your thing. But um, So I was like, okay, you like manga because you obviously know what this is. <laughs> and, and I managed to work out some kind of communication where it was basically, if you don't ask her a yes or no, kind of a nod question, she's like, mm. I, I don't know. Um, so it's really hard. But there were cer- certain times, like I found out, that she had some ideas in terms of like story and she'd made some story ideas. Uh, and there's a moment in that first session where uh, she asked me which idea uh, is the best thing that she should use. And I was like, that's a breakthrough because you're actually asking me a question. I can't even believe that because <laughs> this is amazing. So she comes to some of the sessions and then we finished a couple, no, it was last week we finished. So like the last couple of sessions, she's been the only one there because the youth club around it like clothes and everything so mm-hmm. she even came just like by herself she liked it oh, yeah that's, that's the thing so but just, she just didn't talk but she wow. clearly like she would come back uh, and uh, she would take part so the last wow. session uh i think i gave her my copy of um uh hunter hunter so like just yeah just take that because you like manga take that uh, and then i uh, let her read the uh the serious uh pages don't know what she mm-hmm. thought but no she gave me a thumbs up i think i got a thumbs up so <laughs> that was the, the, the communication <laughs> of that so it's a brighter movie isn't it it's more colorful yeah a lot more songs in there as well singing and stuff like that so yeah that's, that's a good point it that... doesn't have any songs yeah 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 you know what that just occurred to me that <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah i guess that that does count for something doesn't it <laughs> kids love songs <laughs> oh yeah man who doesn't love a good disney song <laughs> i can uh yeah there's a few i can listen to uh, i can listen to over and over i didn't want to spoil black widow but i was going to ask you about that was it, i think it was you who said watch it twice i haven't oh, actually watched yes. it twice yet, yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you watched it though i've watched it yeah i've watched it once okay. i enjoyed what it. what did you think i enjoyed, it wasn't the the final act frustrated me Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I feel, uh, I feel Marvel could have been could have done better, and yeah. specifically, so I, I think into Civil War, and you know how obviously different different films, but Civil War had you had the airport scene, so you had that mm-hmm. kind of all the superheroes together fine, da 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 da, fine, enjoyed that, that was great. But then the third act was the personal, so they had yeah, it made it more grounded, didn't it? it yeah, and I, I cared about it, it. yeah. Yeah, but then with Black Widow, they set up the basically her mother was the one responsible for for all the bad stuff. Pretty much, yeah. But it didn't. They could have gone in on that. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say I actually thought like, um, which I'm glad they kind of didn't do. But I actually thought the mum was gonna end up being the bad guy of the of the show. Like she was actually gonna end up 
being Taskmaster or something like that. Oh. So when I found, when it was shown to be, yeah, when it was turned out to be his daughter, I was like, oh, okay, they didn't go down that route. Yeah. But it was just a little bit disappointing. I think like the villain, like the um, Ray Winston's character wasn't, he wasn't that good. Because he was just there. He was just there to, he was bad for the sake of bad. I feel Marvel can do better than that. Yeah, exactly. Which is why it would have made it interesting if, yeah, if the mom, if they had just focused on that kind of like, oh, wow, my my mother. Because especially when, um, I've actually forgotten the name. I know Natasha's sister. What was Natasha's sister's name? Um, Yelena? Yelena. Yeah. So, because yeah. they had the moment at, in the, when they all met, reunited in the mother's home. And, you know, they just fell into dysfunction. And then mm. Elena was like, you know, this was real for me. This is my family. This yeah, is, yeah. This is. So that, and then finding out my mum was responsible for the one for, for doing it. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's yeah. such an interesting thing that they just didn't, they kind of glossed over it. It's like, oh, the mum's yeah. back. And so, yeah, that, and then Taskmaster, I don't know enough about Taskmaster to know, because I know some people are upset about it. Mm-hmm. I think that worked. It worked well in the context of the story. But yeah. as I was watching, I was like, oh, as I understand it, there's a lot more to Taskmaster than this. So they've kind of, um, I, I guess it depends what they do in the future, but they potentially cut off a lot of that potential to tell this version of the story. Yeah. Like, yeah, I hope they do more of the character because um, it would be disappointing if they just leave it there. Because I, I don't know that much about the original character either, but from what I do know, he's a lot more, or she now, is meant to be a lot more threatening than what we what we got basically yeah and more skilled than what we got so we'd have to see that bit also i really like that bit as well but then we take a nod back to it because we go to that actual yes. place yeah later on and that freaked me out when it went back i was like oh yeah because <laughs> yeah, it turns out it's an actual place that taquito had mentioned to oh imuro imuro before um, and then so they go back to it and then she the doll is there on the stairs yes. and she goes and then she has to jump over the railing but this time she like checks she's like this is real right <laughs> like it's kind of that moment and like you see it and you're not sure at that point as well you're like is this real like to that railing like because i don't know and the funny thing is that point where she is going down, went back uh, the original bit um, and she is in the apartment and she goes through the door and, and I was like, yeah, this makes complete sense. <laughs> I didn't even question like, wait, why, how did she open up this door into this abandoned theme park or whatever? <laughs> no, like when I was watching, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. My brain didn't go like, this doesn't make, it was just like, yeah, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so just, I really felt in. like I was... Yeah along for the ride of this movie yeah, is in perfect blue you had a there was a character who saw i've forgotten the character's name now oh uh, um mima not uh mima the character who had the obsession with mima oh uh Rumi? the other character the characters you thought <laughs> we're gonna oh. get there <laughs> The the creepy character who we thought was the oh oh oh, so oh god Mini- that guy uh the yeah i know who you mean um it's like mimina mamima mamana something Mamina. is it sounds like mania um damn it mamania 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 okay mm-hmm. there we go mamania so <laughs> <laughs> we got there we got there 
Oh, what's everyone watching? Our story of the week. Watching or reading um, or playing. Yeah, we've got one of those episodes. Um, yeah. I was going to mention Mr. Robot last week, but I've, I've watched one more episode, so I can, <laughs> I can talk about it. To that I point, still haven't seen it. It's really good. I just like, yes. haven't been quite in the mood for that vibe, you know? Yes, yeah. I get you. It is one of those you need to, you can't just passively watch it like this. Yeah, you've got to be said. in the right mood to pay attention to it. And I, I won't yeah. do it justice if I watch it when I'm not in the mood for exactly that kind of thing. Yeah, especially if you've been super busy, then you can imagine yeah. it's hard to find. Yeah. Moment, I only but, get to yeah. watch like one or two episodes of TV a week. So mm. for the most part, I'm super picky and it has to be, you know, exactly the right thing. Yeah. Saying that, what I'm going to say I've been watching recently is total trash. So that's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a thing about needing to have trash to like chill out yeah. to because then you, I, you I have absolutely know. found trash and hopefully you guys will find it amusing <laughs> i remember my uh mum's friend's wife who's like a brain surgeon like really literally watched eastenders because they needed something that was just complete trash and it was like a complete brain turn off like <laughs> switch off not think about because their days are so intense that it's like they just need something that's they don't have deactivate my brain yeah. save it for the patients can you imagine that being a brain surgeon and you're coming in with some the consequences of some deep storyline you're like how, how did they get out of that oops i've lost another patient Oh god! Okay, can I just very quickly diverge about how good Samuel Jackson is in this oh, film? He's brilliant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, and, yeah, we got time for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, because because a he is fantastic. Because when he, I think he's at the beginning he's, when he's talking about how women always want to tell you their secret identity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's just, and it's just it's just one of those very like throwaway lines, and it's just very funny. But at the at the time when he's making this, he was also working on I think Star Wars, and. Uh, and basically, George Lucas came out to him and went, uh, you know, you're going to be the first billion dollar actor in Hollywood because of all the films he'd been in have grossed. And Samuel L. Jackson couldn't say to George Lucas, actually, next week, I'm going to be more than that because The Incredibles is coming out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, and so he was at that time, the uh, he was responsible for more box office dollars than any other actor in Hollywood because of the amount of incredible films he'd been in. And The Incredibles just wow. pushed him over the edge even before Star Wars. Wow. Even yeah. before Star Wars. Even, wow. before, <laughs> even before Star Wars, yeah. Wow. That guy's been in everything. <laughs> he really has, yeah. He's had an incredible career. <laughs> and, and also just an amazing work ethic. And it's the, oh, the yeah. thing is, when you still see him in stuff today, you're still going to go, how? how? How are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I know we, we turned this into a Samuel Jackson appreciation hour. But yeah, can I we think it can I'd be, be very happy with that. Yeah. It can be overlooked sometimes when, like, you, you from the outside, you look at, oh, Samuel Jackson's in another film. Oh, he's in another film. Why is he in all his films? But work ethic like it's not it's not easy to to do all these things i mean you know we're talking relative like hollywood there are more difficult things in life but in in that <laughs> context there are it's like you've got a lot of work ethic to be working in that many things over such a long time like we've seen people come and go and samuel jackson has stayed and that uh is actually quite remarkable and it's, it's also a thing whenever you see him in a film you're gonna go oh yeah I know this is going to be delightful. Yeah. Every single every single frame he's going to be in is going to be amazing. The rest of this film could be terrible, but I know you will be amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So, uh, yeah, Sam, if you're listening, <laughs> I, I know I know he listens to the podcast. He's a big fan. He told me. Big oh, fan. there we go. Big fan. Big go. fan. So yeah, if we can get this to him and just let him know, <laughs> <laughs> we're behind you. Um, so, 
You need our support. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Stick in there. It will, it will come out for you eventually. You'll make it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't... I always got the impression she was going to be like the Wonder Woman of this universe. And like every That's true, actually. Because in you, awe you... of her. I, I, saw, I sort of always assumed that she wasn't a super just because she's not kind of, she's not mentioned she's not it. She's not seen and she's not mentioned in the kind of when like Bob and Frozone talk about, you know, the old days or whatever. Um, but she might well be. Who knows? I think not. I don't know. I feel like Frozone doesn't want a superhero. I quite like the idea that she isn't and she's just this sort of excellent woman who isn't a superhero and but she, well, she I think I think she could be if she wanted to yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like she's someone that in her day job does like a very important job like she Actually, is you're a right. superhero in her own yeah. right just sort of Do you know what it. we've all been sitting here being like oh Frozo must be making so much money we've got this all wrong it's his wife it's his yeah, yeah, breadwinner yeah. <laughs> he's very much a kept man <laughs> <laughs> I just put stuff out there. I kind of like, I stopped using Twitter because it just stressed me out. Yep. <laughs> That's the experience. Like, A, like, I just found like during the past like year, year and a half, it just got overly negative. And I was like, it turns out as evolved from apes, creatures, we're not supposed to be aware of every eight billion other persons going on yeah and we're not supposed to be like aware and conscious of like every single problem in the world like as soon as it happens not even like a half an hour editorialized version it's like this is the live feed of everything bad that's happening yeah and all the live reactions obviously if something when something bad happens the emotion you feel when it happens is different from the emotion of it has happened (laughs) in the past and the fact it's all just cold text as well. It's yeah. All, you're not even allowed italics unless you get fancy with uh, copy and pasting it. So it's all just sort of like can infer completely different meanings in yep. 250 characters. And, and we, are talk- yeah, we are talking about social media, right? I came yeah, in when you, specifically when I heard, Twitter. I yeah. heard negative. That's when I came in and I was like, oh, we're talking about social media, aren't we? I remember in the early days of Twitter, I was like having a conversation with someone about some pop culture thing. It was just like a friend that I knew for like years. And then someone just dropped in, like to just <laughs> fight us on our opinions. And like, that was the first like, time I suddenly... You're wrong. Yeah. It was yeah. like, what? It's like someone just crashed in through my living room wall, like the Kool Aid man. And I was like, what? <laughs> How long have you been making manga? Oh, um, so the first one, 2013. So we started probably like, yeah, 2011, started writing. Um, and then. First one, Samurai Chef, came out in 2013, uh, and then we did like a complete edition in 2014, and then we've been putting out sort of different stories. So we got like three main volumes out now, uh, and I'm currently working on a smaller comic based on the, well, not the pandemic, but a pandemic situation. Yeah, so we did a Kickstarter for it last year, and the idea is like to pull out like sort of positive lessons and uh, and outcomes in this kind of situation with with our characters it's awesome man yeah. it's so cool i um i just like found out about all of it you know after you guys reached out it's awesome hi sorry i got a call and now then my partner got home and now my cat's having a really energetic bath right next to the computer so i don't <laughs> know if you can hear him but <laughs> lots of things just happened at once that's cool
feel like from I don't have a cat, but I feel like I've been in enough calls where cats <laughs> wait for the moment mm. you go on camera. <laughs> and then Yes. Yeah. He was really meowy earlier, but he seems to have calmed down now, so that's good. <laughs> They're just waiting for you to answer the call or turn the camera and then it's showtime. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's why I kind of started Quarantine Comics, because I was like, well, at least I'm getting it out. I'm, at least I'm getting my feelings about the situation out on paper. And it was kind of, I, yeah, I kind of started it just for me, for selfish reasons, just to kind of get my feelings out. And I would do that. And then I'd be like, right, come on, let's get on with proper work. Let's do a page of Queen's Favourite Witch or, or whatever. And um, But, yeah, the, then I would share them on, on my social medias. And Quarantine Comics actually kind of ran away with itself a little bit. Like, people really, really liked them. That's the thing about workshops. You just get so many kids' stories. I had one <laughs> kid who's like... <laughs> he Because he kept reading his manga, uh, Dr. Stone, um, in the class. So I was like, just not distracted. So I had to take the book. It's like, I'll give this back to you uh, at the end. Was, oh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you the, the volume one and two of Dr. Stone. So he was telling me about the story and everything. I was like, yeah, you don't have to do that. He's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it to you. So next day, true to his word, he brings me That's two followers. I don't know if he was going to actually give it to me or, or he just wanted to oh, see no. them, but <laughs> so, so he brings me the book. So I t have to like take a look and let him tell me about the story, which to be fair, actually, this sounds like an interesting story. Um, but mm. I had to make sure I gave him the books back. <laughs> like at the, at the end, so like, yeah, I will, I will get these books. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute, though. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> that passion already. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. uh, I should uh, I should find... I'm going to, uh, on different episodes, I'm going to just drop a, uh, a kid workshop story. On. <laughs> <laughs> you should make that a segment, the kid workshop story time. And, like, if these things were easy, then everyone would be doing it, right? Like... There are uh, barriers that you have to, to break through, like my, my window, apparently. Yeah, but... yep. <laughs> we're now breaking the window. <laughs> we are. <laughs> also, please don't break any windows. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, people. Meta only metaphorical windows. Unless it's your job. <laughs> unless, yeah, unless it's part <laughs> of your job. Windows. That's a pretty cool job, if that's your job, well done. Unless it's your legal job. Legal job, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> to be specific. <laughs> <laughs> And obviously, unless you're breaking that glass ceiling, in which case, please continue. <laughs> in that case, then yes, we have. So the glass ceilings are okay to break, mm. metaphorically. Also, glass in emergency, also. Glass in emergency, okay. also. Yeah. also There's actually a lot of glass that's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I think we cleared that up. <laughs> well, someone will have to. We've broken so many. It's Craig. <laughs> Craig is. Uh, Craig is the sometimes temperamental bot that uh, will record all our voices. Actually, to be fair, he's been pretty well behaved re of recently, and I should should not have mentioned anything because I know this is going to be the one time where he just acts up and drops off the call uh, in the middle of the recording. And Craig is also ready. Uh, I feel like Craig has sorted out his whatever issues were happening that just made him drop out although i really shouldn't have said that before you have. No, no i shouldn't have said that oh man that's like a rookie rookie error 
for this one, well, you listen, so you know how this is going to go. Um, yeah, so I'll do the usual introductions and then I will introduce you, Bob. Got a few brand updates, so I'll talk about our manga and the progress of that. And then, yeah, and then the rest is just you. Got a bunch of questions that we will pepper you with. No pressure then. <laughs> None at all. The concept artists are a little bit like R&D, where it's all question mark, question mark, question mark. It could be like this. It could be like that. Do you want to see it like this? Maybe if we try it like that. And then the art directors have the responsibility of then formalizing those ideas with the production designer into a set that can be you know, built on a soundstage, ready for the director to shoot their movie. But any director, or not actually, correction, not any director, I would say most directors, when they look at concept art, what they're really wanting to know is how does this help me tell my story? Because if it doesn't, you're wasting your time. Especially when COVID hit, I had literally just finished Jurassic World Dominion so I thought, well, I have no idea, no idea whatsoever when or if that next title is going to come along. So, you know, I waited and the bank account slowly emptying out and waited a little bit long. And eventually, thankfully, you know, like buses, three came along all at once and you kind of go, oh, OK, well, brilliant. And off you go again. But for a little while, you, you, you sort of saw your trousers and think, this is, is this going to work? And then eventually you're, you, do, you do, it does come around and, and you're off again, thankfully. Bob, what advice do you have for others listening who may want to also make a career out of their art? Okay, so this, I'm going to steal something from James Klein. James Klein is an amazing concept artist. He, he works for ILM. He, he's just brilliant at what he does. And I'm going to steal something that he said. So I, I'm saying this in full recognition that this belongs to him. It does not belong <laughs> to me. When he first said this, at first I thought, what, what do you mean by that? And then the penny dropped. And I thought, that's genius. So here it is. He said, as an artist, it's not about your abilities. It's about your disabilities. And as I say, at first I thought, well, what does he mean by that? And then I realized and the sort of example that popped into my head. If you are a musician and you were writing a song about having your heart broken. If you've never actually had your heart broken, you're not really going to be able to make a very good song about it. And in a similar way, as an artist, mm. as a visual artist, I think it, it's about your disabilities. It's actually about your own sensibilities. Your art, as an artist, you are bringing something of your own sensibilities, whether that's your design sensibilities or your, you know, it's a. It's not necessarily about the skills that you have that are very obvious, is what I'm saying. So yes, oh, to wow. quote James Klein again, as an artist, it's not about your abilities, it's about your disabilities. And I thought that was genius. Just for some context, I'm the co-founder of My Matter, the manga brand, so we make manga. Mm -hmm. So I, I write, I can't draw. That's why we have a, an actual <laughs> artist. But uh, I also work with uh, young people and... We do a video game event called Gamepad. So mm. uh, we're trying to approach things like if you're a young person who might not be aware of different roles or are aware, but, you know, particularly like from underrepresented backgrounds, like just mm -hmm. hearing different voices and different perspectives and hearing how people got to where they are. So mm -hmm. through our podcast and Gamepad, we try and have conversations with people, find out a bit about you. Uh, your role and, and what you do and then just pull out like advice and lessons and things like that that's that's really fantastic so and to be fair it's also <laughs> for us as well because i feel like 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, me and Tazzy get loads of advice. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like the whole... Uh, it's really about us. For young people, it's just an excuse. Um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes people say something, I'm like, oh man, yeah, I need to, I needed to hear that. <laughs> hey, listen, if you benefit also on the side, you know, that's, that's always a plus, right? It's, it's hard. Um, I would say, yes, to your point, it hits everyone. There are people that I consider like my immense, like, inspiration like basically people I hold in the highest regard and I've talked to them and yeah it hits them too so if you think about it it's like you're always looking up into your left and that person is also up looking up into their left there's it never stops someone is always going to be like oh, I wish I do I deserve to be here um and I would say to that yes you do you got to where you were what you're feeling right now is guilt of being like, I, I, you know, I don't deserve to be here. There's always someone better than me. Why didn't they pick them? And it's almost like with game art and being hired, it's like a survivor's guilt kind of thing. Cause there's so many of people who are also applying and you're like, why didn't you choose them? You have to remember that they saw something in you and you have a unique perspective to bring to art. I didn't I didn't know that going into it. I got the degree purely because my parents were of the mind of like you need to have like the physical hard copy proof that you 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 learned, right? And plus like, you know, I did learn a lot and I'm not trying to say that you know, you don't learn a lot in college, but at the same time, I think there's nothing quite like the first month of being professional actually in the industry. It's eye-opening. It's completely different than college sometimes. Are there ways that you think this does well with that and all ways that it even diverts from it uh, for better or for worse? I think for better because it does some cool things here, but what do you think? I think even just the the start start of it <laughs> that like as soon as you're introduced to to Lou, just her character in general makes it a bit. She's just so. What's the term? Mm, carefree. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say very carefree. She's like very carefree, unattached. unattached. She's not like the hero you usually expect or the you either have like a hero that's you know destined for greatness and adventure or the person that gets like chucked into adventure and like hasn't got a clue but she's just like you know she's just doing her own thing we find out like from the start she's quite strong but she's just still happy-go-lucky and then we already already know there's something deeper about her what was the question again? <laughs> another thing I was going to bring up, another point I was going to make with the way that it kind of like passes out the information and does that and explains it in that kind of way. And now I've lost it. It was on tip of my tongue and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. The magic, of, the magic of live. live. Yeah, I yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> God, I keep losing my trail of thought as soon as I'm going to say it. <laughs> what is wrong with me today? Um, I was going to say something. <laughs> so everyone's losing their trail of thought. It's <laughs> contagious. I know. What, what have you done, Greg? Like, what have I done? It's just, yeah. it's just spreading from box to box. Everyone's going <laughs> to... 
slowly lose their train of thought. body ability that you get in, in some Pokemon games where it basically ruins the other person's ability, simple or something yeah, like got, that. Where, yeah. You've got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember having to, to that point about like uh, disagreements, having a conversation with a kid. I think he was like 10. I, I mentioned this to Tazu, but we are talking about different animations. So I said to him kind of what anime he likes and he said Seven Deadly Sins. I don't know if he was young enough to, but anyway, that was my yeah. favorite thing. So I was, I was like, "Have you seen Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse?" This was like a separate conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, I seen. It. I was like, "Oh, what do you think?" It's like, "That's oh, okay." I was like, "Wow, okay." I, I think that's like the best, <laughs> one of the best animation around. But yeah. okay, so what do you like? And then he brought up like Seven Deadly Sins. Um, I was like, I, I disagree with that. I think Spider-Man is a, is a better animation. <laughs> and he said. And he said, um, I love this kid. that's cool. But yeah, he's, I can't remember exactly what he said. It was like, yeah, uh, everyone has their own opinion. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. It's <laughs> yeah, very astute for a 10 year old. <laughs> Please remember that as you grow up. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's very like, good cool, mindset. Yeah. I, I, I disagree, but he you is. can have that opinion. I'll have mine. We'll, uh, we didn't go our separate ways. We were in the same session. <laughs> uh, that kid yeah. gives me hope for the future. I have just realized something. I I didn't read book one. You didn't read I book one? I read, read volume one. <laughs> oh. Oh, so you read you read the first. But volume one is book one. So you read the, I think she read the, the first, you mean like a image first comics issue? One. Oh, that's the, the Image issue. Comics one. Yeah. No, it's not the first issue. That's okay. the first two or three just... issues, but it's the Image Comics ah, volume okay. one, not the TKO volume one, not the definitive one. So, oh, well, wait, well, so well, does, where does that go? To? I have an idea of where it goes. Judging uh, from the page, <laughs> I don't, no, I I don't know, have I know it. where it goes to. I know where it goes. Because uh, this is all I could find. This was the one I could my, find. My, my, my uh, theories that you get to the, the gate to the cave. They are in the the den thingy. Yeah, the the not dragon has attacked them and Lou fell down a hole. All right, so yeah. you've so that's, yeah, that's yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, 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 not that hole, the next hole. With the prince. Yeah, she falls hole. down some hole. Yeah, yeah the, she falls okay, with the, the prince. So yeah, the one. first the first three issues. Because it's this up to page. chapter four that. So that's the first three issues. This is the last page. Right. Um, okay, so this this one, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, she she spot that 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 demon beast thing that I don't remember what they called that. Oh, where they've yeah, where they've done the bit with the the water and they get to Dal Dalinlaria and then they fight the demon. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. about probably like the first six issues then actually. Yeah. Well, you're about to have the rest of the story filled in for you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> to, to be fair, I, I will say, think, I imagine if you hadn't realized you had read only the first time before we started and then you had stumbled. Yeah. That, it's just like, oh, yeah, the, the story would like the dragon. What? The dragon. <laughs> okay, you know, at the end, the end, the elves and the mercenaries and everything. What else? <laughs> Yeah, what else in this book? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh that my is god, funny. that's funny. But yeah, no, I will. I will give you this uh, whenever if you want to continue yeah. that. Or... Sounds cool.
I can't believe. <laughs> I'm so so long haunting for it. I'm gonna I'm putting that in the end of year episode. It's one thing to put stories forward and it's like, oh yeah, that was a great story, but uh you're not making any money from it. And so it's not seen as marketable or commercial or global or anything like that. So that was also, you know, kind of something I think a lot of creative artists as well grapple with. It's like, okay, you can do this, you can tell these stories, but then also you have to be able to make money from them in order to survive. But it's like, you can literally create anything you want. And mm, I don't, yeah. and, I, and, I, and, I, and I need creatives to understand, you can literally create anything you want. Nobody is telling you, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I think it's the fear of, I don't know how well this is going to be, you know, portrayed, or I don't know if anyone's going to care. I don't know if anyone's going to like it, but let me just stick to what I know. You know what I mean? And so there, there does have to be understanding where um, if you do want to create something, it has to be well, it should be authentic to you and what it is that you want to do. And, you know, telling a story from your region or your community about your people, it will be more authentic than than anything else that you can possibly do, because only you can create that. You know what I mean? Only you're going to be able to tell that story. Yeah, and real quick for all the creators, especially you guys, I know if you read Manga and Theory in Practice by uh, Hiroiko Araki from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. He he wrote this how-to manga, basically. And it's probably the best how-to that I've ever read. You think, you think that since JoJo is such a weird and bizarre series, you know, Araki might have been sort of a bit of, a, a bit of a, an outcast or, or, or have whimsical ideas or that sort of thing. But this book is extremely dry and on point. He, he doesn't lose any time. And it's literally a step-to-step guide of how to have success over success. It's like, if you get into this book thinking that you're going to have one big hit and that you're happy with that, don't even read. Like, I am telling you the ingredients right now to just make the best material every time. And, uh, and it's incredibly uh, well thought out. And, and it's funny because probably... By following these rules that he set up for himself, he managed to really unleash his creativity while still keeping a ground of, of rules that you wouldn't expect someone that wrote Jojo's Bizarre Adventure would have. But, uh, but that's to say that every sort of idea that you can have, uh, any, any weirdness to it or, or any sort of topic or however, however crazy you want to make it, there is always a reason why people love a character. There is always why a story works and a character works. And this is a, a very, very great guide on how, on how to have those milestones always there. So yeah, Manga and Theory in Practice by Araki. If you find it and, you, and even if you don't create, it's, it's, a great, uh, it, it, it's a great book for understanding why things work and why things don't in, in, in any media and just uh, character, setting, story, that sort of thing. I want to read it just so it might explain to me someone who tried to get into the tv show for jojo's bizarre adventures and cannot it might help to explain why so many other people are <laughs> well have you um have you just uh, watched season one uh 
season one and a bit and I'm surprised I made it that far because for me if an, if an anime doesn't hit in like the first two to three episodes then I'm like why am I watching it <laughs> yeah sure yeah it's uh, it's funny because Jojo's uh funny enough really becomes Jojo's by uh by season three, they introduce the stands and um, and they introduce what people. When you see a meme with JoJo, you see Jotaro, you see Dio. That season three, Stardust Crusader. Um, although nothing to take away from the other two, although you might enjoy reading the other two, there is a lot more material there in the manga, and it's a gorgeous manga. Um, so that might help get into the series. And by season three, there's a lot of elements that um, connected with people and made it vital. When I went in to watch it, I was halfway through reading the comic that we spoke about on the Ace Eternals. The Ace Eternals? Ace Chronicles. <laughs> you can call us the Ace Eternals if you like. We don't mind. Yeah, yeah. That's not a bad name, actually. <laughs> you guys yeah, considered yeah. rebranding. Yeah. <laughs> You're back. Hello? Okay, I might went up to 500 MS. I'm not sure what happened there. Okay. Can you hear us okay now? Yes, I can hear you okay for now. Okay, cool. We're almost at the end. We can yeah. kind of finish in line. Is is in sight. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. It happens. It's Discord. It's Discord. What, what is it called? Uh, Craig. And it's got a real name and everything. Yeah, no. Nice. <laughs> Oh, what what a time we live in! Exactly, what a right? time! <laughs> I have like a a selfish request, mm -hmm. but like obviously it's just I'm just putting it out there uh, mm -hmm. to the universe, and and it's I mean you're quite close to this universe, but um, Sims Four and like more knee high socks <laughs> <laughs> would be great. <laughs> Makes sense. Testing, testing. Oh no. Oh, you've cut out again. <laughs> no, I shall never have the knee high socks. No. Maybe we should. Uh, yeah, we can. That's we the can. universe telling us to wrap up, wrap and that up, I'm not yeah. allowed knee high socks. It's fine. <laughs> They're like, you have too much in the real world. You do not need knee high socks in game world. It's fine who you are and what it is that you want to tell, there has to be, it, 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 there has to be a blend. There has to be a blend. And I think that only happens when. Uh, I think we lost. Yeah. Is that just me or? No, I okay. <laughs> like faded off. I was like. Yes. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Ah, uh, yes, there you are. Yeah. You dropped off uh, for a bit like mid sentence. Yes, yeah, sorry. I was actually getting called, so... Oh, okay, okay. Um, was, yeah, I was just saying, because our last was... interview, we had, like, our guest, and then towards the end of the interview, uh, her internet cut off. I was like, is this happening again? <laughs> but, <laughs> no, okay. no, sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, I was getting a call, so it, like, automatically paused everything. No, that's cool. Uh, I was just going to... I don't know if you want to finish that thought. I was just going to go to the, the advice and then our bonus round, uh, and then uh, that, that was that. But if you wanted to finish your thought, you can do that. Um... I don't even remember my thoughts, so we can move on. <laughs> yeah, we just, you just record from here. I don't have to click like no. video screen, anything like that, right? I just, no, it's all, all handled by Craig. Trusty, trusty Craig. 
He's a good dude. And because I don't fully trust Craig, I have a backup recording. So, sorry, Craig. We're <laughs> <laughs> all in Craig, but, but just not, not all of it. <laughs> but Craig is number one, though. Number one option. Yeah, everyone needs a, needs a backup. No one's perfect. Not even Craig. You want Xbox game creator, right? Game creator for Xbox, yeah. yeah. Ah, congrats. Yeah. Oh, Thank you. Congratulations. It's super weird. What's happened there? Wait, so what does that what does that involve then? Like do you like are you contracted to Xbox now or something cool? Uh so it's the contract with game, but specifically for Xbox stuff. Let's see, how long does it last for a year? Is like a year's a year deal? Uh no, it's three months for the contract with game with like opportunity to extend depending on how it goes. That's sick though, man. Yeah. And then like Xbox Series X, year of Game Pass, year of the, I forgot the name of it, but like their premium service. And so yeah, it's pretty good. Like, can you guys still hear me? Yeah. 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 yeah we, we could hear you the through. whole time. You couldn't have... hear us. It was quite oh, hilarious. Right. I was just. Slightly oh, with the yeah, squad yeah, as well. Yeah, that's been fun. That's been real fun. CFUs have been great. We've got gonna have you're gonna have to introduce me more to see a thieves because it was see a sleep for me. So I guess I gotta <laughs> Bro, like, <laughs> I guess the, the I thing mean... is the thing is like we 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 have no idea what we're doing on it, but that's the best thing. Like okay. it's just like you're sat fighting these like sweaty pirates, right? Like other <laughs> players, and you're just like, bro, like, we're just trying to fix our ship. Like, leave us alone. Like, we don't know what we're doing. You get to experience like us just yelling at each other the whole time. The <laughs> ship is on fire. Send help. Yeah, I play Valorant. I play a lot more. Like, I say, I probably play more diverse games than John. Like, oh my god, I'm so excited for Life is Strange three. By the way. Yeah. I yeah. cannot wait. And it comes out like <laughs> just before my birthday. So I'm like, do I feel like crying on my birthday? I'm not sure. I guess we'll find <laughs> out. Anything that you've been uh, watching, reading, playing story wise that you want to shout out for our story of the week segment? Um, I guess I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, I started that. Yeah. I've never played it before and I'm really enjoying it. Cool. Okay. Really oh, yeah. good. Yeah, I started that then because um, I'm also playing Tomb Raider. So I, was, I wanted to finish one before getting into the other. But I don't know if my... Uh, I'll probably just start both. <laughs> <laughs> that and Horizon are the two oh. games I need to... No, I, I can't know. wait for Horizon. I mean the new one, right? Have you oh, played yeah, the yeah. previous one? Yeah, but they're giving away the first one free. What? Yeah, well, this is like one of those too good to be true. I thought it was a scam or something, but yeah, PlayStation <laughs> are giving a bunch of games away free next month, and one of them is Horizon. So I was going to buy it, uh, I was like, oh. and it's just oh free. man, it's... I adore that game. You have the. Fr- I will say, if you haven't played it yet, it's the first you haven't played the first one. I haven't yet? played. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, the tutorial level, like, like area, is a bit janky, and I went to the GDC talk about it, and apparently they did that whole segment first and then they made the rest uh, of the game and went, oh, this isn't particularly fun. <laughs> completely reworked the rest of the game. So like you have to kind of get through the first like five hours or something of the tutorial area and uh, then the game opens up and it's absolutely, I mean, I loved it. I loved it. That's interesting. But I do think like 
they and they regret making the tutorial area first. <laughs> they actually said that in the postmortem. Um, they would they wish they had done it last because then they could they they teach you skills you never use. <laughs> it's not very very bad. It's just I, I know a lot of people who like went oh, it's okay and then you get you basically go over this hill and you see your first like mega dinosaurs and then you're kind of going oh this is so good yeah i mean i don't think i didn't really have too much problems with the first area but i got why other people weren't that interested in it and even the story and stuff all picks up once you leave the sort of the starting zone but um i i yeah i played the hell out of it i got the dlc i played it so much way mm. too much like way longer than <laughs> i should have because i just wanted to spend a bit more time in the land that had robot dinosaurs in it yeah that's fair <laughs> I, can, oh, I can understand the that. mechanics are just i'm any game where you can with a, a fancy bow like sci-fi bow and arrow shoot a rocket launcher off the back of a dinosaur robot dinosaur <laughs> and then you can run up pick up the rocket launcher and then use the rocket launcher to hit the dinosaur. It's like, oh, uh, what more do you God. want? <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> and the other thing I've been, I've been playing, I just finished Ghosts of Tsushima, which is I really good. That. It's beautiful. So I can, I can wax lyrical about how really beautiful it is and how grim and how halfway through the game I stopped really being invested in a lot of the side plots because essentially it would go something like, Jin, Jin, save my entire family from the Mongols. And I would say before I even start the mission, sorry, man, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point. No hope. Wow. There's okay. absolutely <laughs> no point in me going to that farm. They're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> they have been dead every time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my sort of like it's absolutely stunning but cheerful it is not <laughs> mm, okay <laughs> i'm not sure what i expected from a game about the mongol invasion of japan yeah but, to be hey. fair. <laughs> but yeah for our roundtable episodes we basically get a bunch of people together and it's sort of split in two so we talk about games we're playing and then i've got a selection of news that we can like um jump through so if you've got notes you'll kind of see the list we won't necessarily go through everything because usually what happens is there's more than we need but here's uh what we've got um i'll just like throw some uh topics out get people's opinion and then for the what everyone is playing everyone do me a favor and just pick uh, or just put sorry, so one or two games in the chat, so I can just put those in the in the spreadsheet. So basically, just say what, yeah, just talk about what games you've been playing in the past week or uh, whatever, and then um, we'll go through what people are enjoying game wise. Jump into the news, and then we end with yeah, any kind of news from people, projects where we can find you, that kind of thing. Fairly straightforward. I'm pretty sure you've all done enough talking that uh, you, know, you know how these things work. Uh, the games I've been playing, because uh, uh, right after this, I got to do some coverage on E3. But uh, Aerial Knight, I got to play uh, by Neil Jones. Neil, yeah. Uh, Never Yield. He goes by Aerial Knight. Well, I was like, Aerial Knight let never yield, you know? But um, <laughs> played that game. I uh, had the pleasure of interviewing him. 
So a really dope black developer and the game is a really cool runner, side scroller runner. So um never yield. Yes. That, that show is really good. Cool. Yeah, I've literally never even heard of it. So now I'm gonna Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's actually on everything. It's on Hulu, it's on like uh, Crunchyroll. Okay. Have you seen uh Lock Horizon? I uh I did. I didn't like it. I, I got to like episode five, like those hour and a half episodes. I, I couldn't even do it. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't remember them being long episodes. I'm going to have to, because I got through to season one um, and that was similar. I haven't actually seen Sword Out Online, but uh, someone told me it was like that. I was like, okay, I, I like the premise. So. Sword Art is better. Like Sword Art, you get a lot of trash, but yeah. like, or hate on it, but like it's, it's really good. So okay. They, they treat Sword Art like people treat Fortnite. That's my. That's the impression I get from, <laughs> and I've never seen it, so I don't have an opinion. But that's the impression. It, it's like it's the popular one, but it's the one people like to hate on. The thing is, yeah. like when I first watched it, it wasn't it wasn't that popular. So it's like, uh. <laughs> when I first watched it, it, would be like, oh, have you seen Sword Art Online? Oh my god, you're like the only person that I know that's seen Sword Art Online. And then it grew in popularity, and then people were like, oh, I don't like it because it's popular. When oh. it just showed up in Hot Topic, people stopped liking it. <laughs> it's one of those. Okay. All right. it's, like, it's like Rick and Morty. It's in Hot Topic and Target now. So people like, yeah. <laughs> I get you. I have to check out so I can have an opinion on that. But yeah, no, thanks. I know. And, um, sorry, just one more. Have you seen Re- ReZero? No, oh, okay. that's, that's the one. one I don't like. Really? So I haven't seen Log uh. Horizon. ReZero, I really don't like that show. Um, oh my god! <laughs> I, I liked the first episode, but after that, I was like, "Y'all just dragging stuff out." This could have been a thirty-minute episode. <laughs> That's surprising. That's surprising. I like your takes. <laughs> I, again, I haven't seen this, so I don't know. I don't have an opinion, but uh, I, I like. I just take. don't like people wasting my time. That's that's all. Like once once I feel like my time is being wasted, or there's like a filler episode that's an hour and a half, I'm like, "That's three episodes of a whole another anime I could have been watching." <laughs> But Nims, you know, I've still got a Switch that, like, Luke sent me, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> and I still haven't turned it on. <laughs> oh, Lord. Is that, like, our principle? Or uh, just, no, like, but, I just don't uh, have anything I, want, not anything I want to play on it. So it's oh, been okay. sitting on the side of my desk and it's still not been switched on. Why are you not playing Bowser's Fury, Ray? Because I, I, there's no, <laughs> I haven't bought a Mario game in... 11 years that I'm okay. well, if, there's, if, there's a, if there's a Mario game you should get it is 3D World 3D yeah, World is a good game I could just spend that money and buy Rise instead oh, God <laughs> which I'm not even going to do anyway because I'm just going to wait for the PC version so <laughs> it doesn't even matter no. like, the only oh, game no. I want to play on the Switch is Tetris 99 anyway really? Okay. yeah yes, it's, I guess it could get yeah I suppose <laughs> I, like, I like how you convince yourself in yeah. real time it's like no way no way actually yeah, 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 no, I, yeah I, I think it's I know I, yeah I know there's some real like hardcores that have picked up switches just for Tetris 99 it is that is intense it's it the is. only reason why I'd want to buy one to be honest with you because the yeah. problem is that me and Ray end up having like first to 30s on like Tetris on PPT all the time oh so it's God. the only thing I want it's the only thing I want to do wait have you not have you not played oh so you haven't played the um what PPT 2 the uh, the the Mario 35 Tetris no no Battle Royale no, thing I don't have a I refuse to pay a Nintendo online subscription <laughs> I just absolutely refuse it's just no sounds, sounds like it's God. <laughs> I, hear a lot, I hear a lot of principle 
I think that's like twice my computer's blue screened in a year, only two years now that I've had it. So I have no idea what happened there. Blue screen is something that I'm like, I'm never happy with. No. Because... <laughs> <laughs> normally like an underlying problem that's yeah that's what that's the thing that's something like that doesn't just happen for nothing that's normally when i'm like okay my pc needs reformatting altogether (laughs) and i do like a complete rehaul out of interest when's the last time either of you have like done a complete reformat of your like reinstall the windows and everything uh mine was just before i got the game contract Okay. So, like so March. this year. Yeah. I didn't do a reformat, but I did a complete like rebuild kind of, um, like earlier this year, around March actually. Um, okay. That previous motherboard had a short or something like that where it just shut off randomly, regardless of anything. I thought it was overheating. Oh man. Had to buy a new board, and then when I bought the new board, I had to up- upgrade finally to Windows 10. Those forced changes. Yeah. Man, that sucks. It was relatively seamless. But still annoying. When's the last time you done yours? Uh, I need to do better because uh, I don't even... I don't think I've done a, re- a complete restore on this computer. Cool. I think one of the reasons is because uh, Tazzy mentioned about Little Nightmare before. Oh, yeah. started working. Uh, game playthrough the little nightmare too and i loved it <laughs> nice. okay sure, i'll put that i'll put that that'll be interesting to you oh i need to go back to that it's a short game i still haven't finished it um, what the first one the first one oh, it's so short oh, i don't know one second i know i'm i'm very one sitting at the end of an already very long stream may i add <laughs> oh my god i, I don't have I definitely don't, well, I'd say definitely, I don't have ADHD, but sometimes I just feel like I'm I'm just very distracted with, like, media, like, with mm. books and things. I'll, I'll just, like, a little bit, and then I'll just go to something else. Yeah. I, I need to look at that. Because I know, like, I remember you saying it's not a long game, and I'm like, why have I not finished this? <laughs> like, um, two free sit-ins. Yeah. Like, it's just anyone two. can do it in two free sit-ins, even if you have reduced attention span. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like four if you are terrible like atrocious at games like as in yeah. cannot press a or yeah. x if you have a console <laughs> you're playing on that's not even me it's like uh our next next what was the next recording i'm finishing this but i gotta say actually there was something i i think it was maybe out of the scope of of the actual podcast but like just on the topic of video game films Hmm. I think one of the big problems is that I guess these IPs are being thought about in the wrong way. Um, what I mean is that there's no reason why we couldn't have a Zelda film or sh- like by now that was like a box office success. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why we couldn't have had a Halo film by now that would have been on its fifth film because it did so well because the story writing was good. But I think it's almost like, uh, is the word uh, pariah? Um, <laughs> it's you know do you know what i mean because because mario brothers because well to be honest street fighter turned around to become a bit of a cult classic right but you know yeah, obviously but not it, a good film. Not for the yeah. <laughs> um what other one? Oh, i think there was a it's because the halo some of the um because there's a few halo movies 
But I think they're, ones. they're unofficial that then became kind of like officially stamped. And they're really good. I have heard, but they weren't like released in the cinema, were they? No, no, no. They were, uh, they're, I think literally all of them are like web made. One of them is like a Rooster Teeth film. Actually, I think two of them, because there's a sequel, but they're, they're good. And it's like, this is what you have to do. <laughs> this Crazy is the... though. Yeah. <laughs> At like really low budget. But I think, yeah, one of the problems is that, uh, at least from what I've seen of a lot of the bad films, it's almost as if they're, they, they're thinking too much in terms of it has to be a, like a video game or or it was a video game we're going to take out all these bits and we'll we'll just go in a different direction um mm. and i think it's it's basically what you're doing is you're doing a, a you're transposing sorry it's quite a technical term i guess but like you know you're kind of looking at it and saying look what's the essence of this thing that made it so good over here and what are the rules of movie making that we need to apply while maintaining the essence and I think that's how you've got to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you're not going to get the same thing. It's a different medium, right? One's interactive. One has fetch quests. Goodness knows you shouldn't be playing like major fetch quests fetch in a, quest in a film, three-hour film. In a film, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, it's just not going to work too well. I mean, you could get fetch away with it. work in a series, as The Mandalorian has demonstrated. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. Actually, are they not making a Zelda series? Am I making that up? Did I? There's been rumours, but I don't. They, they were never solid rumours. Oh, okay, I right. think you're making it up. I'm, yeah, no, there was like fake rumours that went round. Would have sworn I heard that somewhere the last year, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't think Zelda should be. I don't know. I think Zelda would make a great film and trilogy, right? Not even a trilogy, just a, a standalone film. And they wouldn't, it wouldn't even, this is what like I find weird that there's not a Zelda film because Zelda games follow the same like structure, the same story structure. And they're just like different games each time. So you can make a film about the legend of Zelda and it can be a completely new, like it doesn't have to be attached to any of the existing Zelda games. Because oh, they're all the same. Yeah, because you just have to have the basic, the basic components that make a Zelda game a Zelda game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's primed for being a franchise movie. Yeah, where they just get new actors and actresses every ten years, retell it, and no one complains because it's like, yeah, you know, we just want to watch yeah. another Zelda film. Um, but yeah, I think uh, obviously Nintendo, they're they're very. Um, protective of their IPs. I think I heard recently they are doing a Mario film. Yeah, they yes. are. Um, and, yeah. and it's got an all-star cast. Yeah. I cannot wait for Jack Black <laughs> as Bowser. Like, I'm so excited for this. I think as well because uh, Jack Black playing Claptrap and uh, that really disappointed me. Not because Jack Black's bad, but because Jack Black will take over Claptrap's existing mm. Personality. Like personality, and it would just be like Jack Black. <laughs> but Jack Black as Bowser, now I'm all there for that. Like, I feel like that will go down. Like, that will, oh, it'll be so funny. I can only imagine what the story is going to be like. But you know what? I, I think, because I mean, Nintendo, like I said, they're protective of their mm. IP. 
it, it can't be anything but just amazing. Yeah, that's my that's my view. I, mm. I think they'll deliver. I've had some kind of like reaction uh, on the inside of my lip and like making my mouth feel really funny. <laughs> reaction to what? I don't know. I have a buddy who like his lips get all puffy whenever he eats strawberries. Um, does he really like strawberries? Because that would be it wouldn't be so much of a problem if he hates them. But but then as soon as he eats them, he's like, oh, can't talk as well. Sword and Shield Pokemon or Pokemon uh, Let's Go Pokemon, oh, and I cool. imagine with the two new Pokemon games, you'll be able to use it for that as well. Hopefully. So, I'm getting Pearl and Diamond. They're out this Friday. Oh my god, is this Friday? There's too many games. <laughs> Halo just dropped uh, multiplayer. Yeah. See, I'm picking and choosing. I'm, I'm the only game I'm buying before Christmas. Actually, I think that I've actually got pre-ordered that I want to buy is is Pokemon. Yeah, I think I'm I might wait. wait for the new year. <laughs> yeah. It's like Pokemon. I'm not going to miss out on anything or feel like I'm not going to get like spoilers. By not playing it as soon as it comes out. Yeah, they um, they will never catch them all, so. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a massive Witcher fan, and I've actually played it since the first. I found, uh, I found a copy in one of those uh, game magazines in Italy. I had no idea what it was. It was this really weird Polish roleplay game. Uh, and then I followed the series as it went. I just think, like, the Witcher 3 sort of buggy launch was strongly forgiven because nobody expected that game to mm. be that good yeah. yeah it's the expectations that will kill you yeah. i mean yeah. they did really raise that bar for cyberpunk and then just didn't even didn't even jump didn't even reach just like yeah. was sitting down <laughs> Yeah, the, the hype was unreal, and I completely fall for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't need to get got as well, but 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 you guys, how many gaming games have you guys got? Because I was looking at the Switch for like, because it's not mine, is is Lucas, and I'm seeing like fifty, sixty pound a pop. I was like, what? Yeah, Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo yeah. games hold value. <laughs> like the Switch games, they don't drop. They don't drop. Someone was just celebrating that they got Mario Kart for. 25 quid in Argos. And that's, that's a bargain that's yeah. for, a, <laughs> for, for a Nintendo well, game. Not even four year old because it's a remake. Yeah. Yeah, because like, cause I saw, what did I want to get? I wanted to get Astral Chain and I had a look in CX and it was going for 35 pounds. And I was like, yeah, Astral Chain, it's quite a new game. And then I actually realized that, no, you're forgetting about COVID and we missed the whole year. So it's actually not a new game. And it's second hand, and it's thirty-five pounds. I was just like, "Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's the only bad thing about the Switch. From from what I can gather so far, I haven't really messed around a bit like I should do, but that'll probably happen yeah. soon." Indie games, though, like I put all I put games on my wish list on there, okay. and then when they go on sale, you get emailed. So, and like indie games actually go on sale for like an actual amount. <laughs> Okay, all right. Not like right. first party um, Nintendo games that go for like, they'll be like 50% off and it's still at like 30, 40 quid. I'm like, what is it at full price? <laughs> <laughs> for this to be 50% off, like what? 
like I actually might buy a puzzle. I've been wanting a puzzle for ages, and they've got ones for like good ones for like five pounds. I mean, you can't go wrong. What? So what? Starlink and a, and a puzzle. Yeah. Starlink and a puzzle, ten pound free, free um, what post and packaging? You're laughing. Like, because puzzles are actually expensive. Yeah, I was like looking for a puzzle like a while back, and I was like, yeah, I was thinking, you know what, just like pick up a puzzle. It's quite a like. I was thinking it's quite like a cheap thing. Mm. Good for the brain. Da, 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 da. And then I was looking at how expensive puzzles were, and I was like. Fifteen pounds. <laughs> well, you for know, what? A puzzle. I, I think you, I think you're just banging the nail on the head. If you think about it, like you said, it subconscious, you know, subconsciously without noticing, is a something for the brain, and that's it. Yeah. So yeah, so like you probably got these people going like, okay, so this is what you're going to do. I'm going to get a piece of card and I'm going to cut it out, and you're going to have to put it together. And they're like, ah, it will never sell. Yeah, but it's for the brain. And they go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what have I even been playing game-wise? I've been playing Harry Potter on the PS1. Oh. <laughs> and then Dragon Quest Builders. Does that uh, Harry Potter game feel very dated now? Um, yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. Because I'm not someone that feels like, oh, this game feels dated. I'm just like, oh, I'm playing this game. <laughs> Just appreciate it for for what it was. For it is, yeah. But then comparing it to like, because then we we played a bit of Rayman on the PS One as well, and like yeah. comparing how dated uh, Harry Potter looks compared to Rayman. Now that's funny. So like, the, mm. this is the same system. It's like art style, isn't it? Yeah, but Rayman definitely lost lost the the uh, test of time a lot better than the Harry Potter game did, mechanic wise. I think. I mean, even graphics-wise, but once you're in it, like, I don't know. I'm not the best person to judge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm playing a game and I'm having fun. But if, if I can do that, then it's aged well. Um, <laughs> That's what matters, really. Yeah. I'm just, I was meant to read the show notes ahead of time, but I've been so busy. And I've just, like, read it and I'm like, oh, my God, I've missed out on so much gaming news. <laughs> <laughs> when did all this happen? And you can have an open world and have a lot of uh, incredible things in indie games, and you don't need to to have so much um, resource. The fact is that right now, the technology enables you to to make a lot of things, but um, the more you you have, the less creative you are. Uh, are you still there, Tazzy? My bad. Oh. <laughs> I was muted and I was staying the question. Um... <laughs> oh, Free Guy. Uh, yeah, let me... We've not, I'm going to mention Free Guy, even though we're doing an episode on it. Oh, yeah, when are we doing an episode of Free Guy? I need to actually so go next, watch it. Next one. Oh, I need to, I need to go to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that, that was my thought yesterday. I was like, let me see this. But because Lau's seen it and Lau at our group chat, he was saying, he said, oh, you, guys, you should go see this. I'm like, oh, I think I said something like uh, Live, Die, Repeat is the best video game film. Uh, yeah. And Lau says, like, not anymore. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, not uh, anymore? Did he really? Yeah, but Wait, no, me... but did, did Lau appreciate Live, Die, Repeat as much as we did? I don't think so. I don't but Lau's also weird. 
Yeah. Uh, and I say this also being weird. Lao's a different That's kind true. of weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Me, but um, so I was watching and in Lao, uh, so I invited Lao to be a guest on that one. And mm-hmm. he said, I have a lot to say about that, that film. And I was like, huh? But then I watched it yesterday and I also have a lot to say about that film, yeah. surprisingly. And I've I'm, heard good things. Yeah. And I also instantly wanted to watch this film before the trailer even started because it was like Ryan Reynolds and it was video game themed. And yeah, I was like, that's pretty I'm much, sold, I'm in, yeah. <laughs> I need no more. I'm a bit of a Ryan Reynolds fan. Yeah, because yeah, everyone's just like holding. <laughs> Uh, holding it all in to what they got to say (laughs) I'm so excited for this discussion like (laughs) I had to literally write down some notes while I was in the cinema (laughs) watching (laughs) the film because I was like no like this thought like I need to save it I I need to decipher the notes because obviously I was still watching a film so I was like just quickly like yeah yeah you know, there's some words that are definitely not a word. Yeah, that's happened to me. It's like I just quickly type something and you figure out and like that one word changes the entire meaning of the sentence. Yeah. It's like this could be a completely different thing depending on what this word is. Nice. Uh, Jed, I don't believe you two have met, but <laughs> Tazzy, uh, co-host no. of the podcast. Nice. Uh, I, I, I now just assume Jed knows everyone now. I've always been someone who's been into horror. My mum's from Philippines, so I was kind of taught from an early age that monsters and ghosts are real, real things that you have to interact with in real life. And obviously, and I'm very skeptical about that kind of thing, but like having that being told to you by a parent definitely makes you want to research monsters and creatures and ghosts so i did that when i was a kid like you can ask richard and jason who mutual friends we, we went to school together and i was just a horror guy i would just i would just be talking about horror the entire time i would just be reading horror comics i would just be like and hardly anyone else was in it like richard and jason were but like hardly anyone else were into that and it would be and it's something that obviously now, now I'm making these things, I feel like I've got like a like a head start on anyone else because it's all I really think about, like like horror stuff. I'm always just thinking about the the best way to construct a scare. Um and I and I just constantly watch old horror movies and to figure that out. And I'm trying my best to kind of um show people who might might not even be into horror, show them that horror's cool. I feel like the films that I'm making are gateway horror movies uh for people who don't usually watch horror it's the thing to get them into horror like i think like all the best horror films should be it shouldn't just be very exclusive to just the hardcore horror fans it should be open to everyone what was a previous narrative of who is watching tv or what characters what stories people will accept in a sort of more traditional format is slowly maybe not so slowly being chipped away at when you see these successes on streaming services. And for me, that then says that, okay, we can have these different characters. And what it's ultimately about is the story. Is is the story good? And stories are, you know, you sort of boil it down to its essence. There's not a huge amount of variation of certain types of stories uh, in terms of the foundation stuff. Then it just gives you more flexibility with the characters. And when you keep it on the story and just allow for more sort of diverse perspectives, because, you know, it's not to say you can have a character with a diverse cast and it's rubbish. You can, you can definitely have that. But 
I think streaming services give that opportunity for different stories to be told and hopefully then say, oh, see, people do watch this. People do want to see them, not just the people who see themselves in these stories, but exactly. other people. Uh, Hello. No worries. Ah, hi. Oh, I've just finished. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey, how I'm you good I'm good, thank you. Hello. Nice to meet you. Same, same. Uh, very good at last minute consuming whatever content yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's my my special power. <laughs> Everyone needs one, right? I thought I was gonna feel very. I mean, I'm just gonna have to repeat myself for the podcast, aren't I? But it's fine. <laughs> I thought I'd feel like really negative about this film. Not feel like not towards the film itself as a piece of work, but to the oh, story. The yeah. Mm. But I didn't find it as difficult as I thought I would. I think I've eaten worse than that than than that cockroach bar. Oh, really? Protein bar. <laughs> but it was like so, like, and I was like, "What? What we?" I was like, "Am I missing something? Is there like some meat hidden in there that I can't see?" Like, I was really like, "I'm, I'm missing the point here. Like, why are we so short?" Sure? No, like, and not that I eat insects. I don't, but because like, it's not the worst thing humans have consumed. I'm sure. Like, yeah. insects aren't even that big of a deal to eat. Like, I feel like the only reason I'd feel about eating insects is, like, actually eating them as insects as because in they're weird, like, as a texture and combination <laughs> yeah. of things going on. But, nah, knowing that that's how the, the protein block was made, I'd be like, I'm that's glad right. it's in a protein block. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a very efficient way to provide protein. <laughs> that makes sense on a moving train, you know? <laughs> That doesn't make sense, yeah. It's pretty smart, actually. And then, when you find out at the end what they had been eating when they first got there, you're like, and you're squirming at cockroaches? (laughs) I'm glad I wasn't the only one that was a bit like, that's not too bad. (laughs) But again, I'm I'm not eating insects. I'm put me in the sushi bar. (laughs) Every now and then, he just took a little tablet, and you kind of felt like, okay... At first, I thought they were mints. Yeah, that's why <laughs> <I> this <laughs> looks curable. <laughs> I he just had a yeah, just he just like popping mints or something. Like, okay, fair enough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a smelly breath. And that's it. I thought they were just like, oh, we need him to do something, like just to have a thing that's his thing. So let's have him eat mints. <laughs> that's what you get when you solo a Jaeger. Yeah, you just get a smelly breath for the rest of your life. Uh, no worries. Ah, hi. Oh, I've just finished. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey, how I'm you good at, I'm good, thank you. Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. Same, same. Uh, very good at last minute consuming whatever content yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> That's my, my special power. <laughs> Everyone needs one, right? I need to double check some uh, name pronunciations because the guy, oh, the scientist, what was the scientist's name? Oh, no, that's the director's name. <laughs> Sorry, where I had that noted down somewhere. Do, 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 Nam Goon. There you go. Yeah, I don't know anyone's names. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched it and I'm still like, wait, what? Who's who again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible with names. So I just call them by the characters, you know, by their roles. Yeah, 
that's what I usually do. I'm trying to get better with uh, naming, but then uh, I decided to get better when I have uh, South Korean names. And mm. uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's Namgoon. Yeah, Namgoon. I've written down Bong Joon Ho's name in big, in big, big letters next to me, so I don't mispronounce it. Or yeah. <laughs> talk some Shang. Oh, Sha. I have to get this pronounced because it's not Shang Shi. It's Shang. Shang, because he pronounced. He's because he said it. Yeah. It's one of those. It's one of those names where, where you say it. And you're like, that's what I said. And they're like, no, no, say yeah, like this. yeah. yeah. Like, really I just is. said that. <laughs> it's like Sean, but with like a yeah. instead yeah, of a Shang 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 Shi. Okay. Because um, I remember her being like, your name's Shang. You changed yeah. Shang yeah, yeah, to yeah. Shang. <laughs> you're going to Thailand, and you're going to change your name to Shang. Shang. <laughs> Yeah. I think I think we might need to allow it a bit calm down a bit on the on the accent for us, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we can <laughs> <laughs> You'll just see like um the accent will be strong at the beginning. Yeah, and yeah. And then they'll just like go back to Shang. <laughs> we'll go back to Shang. After a while, we'll, I'll just call him Sean. Like, yeah, Sean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean, yeah Sean. We can just call him Sean. That's the proper Brit- British thing. He's just like, you're Sean now. <laughs> That's easy hey, for me. Hey, he That's... named himself Sean. <laughs> yeah, fair, yeah. fair. <laughs> he did it to himself. And it's it's a similar thing in, um, in Perfect Blue, but a different perspective on it, where in Perfect Blue, you had a, there was a character who saw, oh, I've forgotten the character's name now. Oh, uh, well, um, Mima? Not uh, Mima, the character who had the obsession with Mima. Oh, uh, Rumi? The other character, the characters you thought. <laughs> we're going to oh. get there. The, the, the creepy character who we thought was the... Oh, oh, oh. so stalky. Oh, God, Mimi. that guy. Uh, the, yeah, I know who you mean. Um, it's like Mimina, Mimima? Mamana, something Mamina. is... It sounds like mania. Um... Damn it. Mamania, Mamania. Mamania. Okay, mm-hmm. there we go. Mamania. So <laughs> <laughs> we got there. We got there. Um, where he has this. And I like that there was like different sort of, what's the term? Okay. What am I trying to say in words? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know when it's a thought in your head and you're like, I don't know how to make this make sense in words. Yeah. I don't know what um, you were going to say, but can I take a guess of what I think you were going to say? sure you said like different essentially different types so this is an asian-led cast but we're seeing different types of asian characters not the one type that fits into a stereotype it'll be interesting to see if people pick up on that and then we'll know how long they've been listening for yes yeah yeah. (laughs) on episode number as he said I, I look forward to that moment where we've been going long enough for someone to check what I said against the previous episode. That's, mm. uh, that's when you know you've made it when people start correcting you on your own podcast. For me, like it, like it. Just imagine you're a kid and someone someone told you, "Oh, there's going to be a Star Wars film out every year, and there's going to be multiple Star Wars TV shows." You, you got to think we are living in absolutely golden times, and we would have literally chopped our legs off 
like if you teenagers geeky teenagers and someone told us all of this stuff would be available like know, the amount right? of stuff everything i like is happening basically like yes. it is cool and disney are a big part of that like all the all obviously all the marvel stuff all the star wars stuff it is just giving me everything i want so like Honestly, like if if Disney if Disney told me to ju- to go jump off the cliff, I probably would because they they've they've <laughs> done enough they've done a lot for me. So so there's no way I can I can never say anything bad about them because they're just giving the fans exactly what they want. I was, I was gonna say, can I go out on a limb here? And I mean, I'm probably only a handful of people who I know who actually really enjoys Iron Man three, but I love the character of the Mandarin. I like I love the character the Mandarin in Iron Man three. I think is easily one of the best villains, and I and I explain to you the reason why. Yeah, and go on. Hope, and and hopefully and hopefully people don't soundbite this without me. Yeah, no, no, take out of context. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to be fair, I'm I'm still skeptical in context, but go on. <laughs> so, um, give me two seconds. You okay? I just have a little bit of a shout out to say, I I really hope you give my dad more subscribers, more likes, and more comments. And I really hope my dad will be happy for what he gets. Okay. Because he's a very nice dad. Okay. I love you too. <laughs> okay. Can you close can you close the door, please? You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, <laughs> and like and that is now. the end of episode two of Kevin Hill. Yeah. And um, <laughs> <laughs> where was I? Um well I wiped wiped here for my Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Um Oh yeah, so I'm basically crying, the reason crying. why yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of the writer Sean Black. Um Sean Black? Um Shane Black, sorry. Shane, yeah, I'm getting Sean Shang and um, <laughs> Shane Sean mixed up. <laughs> um so Shane Black is um, you know, he's he created the, the Lethal Weapon series, he created um oh. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, um The Nice Guys, um he wrote the original Predator. Um he's got if you look him up, he's got some credits to his name. And he's I feel he's one of those writers that's always had his finger on the pulse in regards to telling stories. And one of those things where in Hollywood, apparently there's a, there's, there's a thing called, um, if, you, if you write scripts, there's a thing called um, Shane Blackisms. And what he will do is that he will write a script and then basically you will get to a certain point and he will be like, here comes this person. And in brackets, he would, be, he would put like, if you don't know who this person is, stop wasting your time and go back to this page and pay attention. Like he, he write, he's very much like a Tarantino-esque type of person. And I felt that when he was writing The Mandarin, that was him showing the mirror to the United States. Because technically, that's what, I mean, that's what war is. War is basically, is one country against another. They might both be wrong, but one, one country is going to be more in the wrong and one country is going to be more in the right. And so what you need to do is that you need to create a villain. And I mean, what's the most American, Amer- I mean, coming off like the past two years alone, what's the most American thing you can think of other than creating a character? They're not going to go and get someone who's of Asian descent and be like, hey, we want you to go and do this. No, they're going to go and basically get someone and yellow face him up and make him speak in this accent and dress in his clothes and pretend to be this villain. He essentially did what they did in the 60s with the original Mandarin and Fu Manchu. And then at the end, when you see that it's just basically this guy who's, you know, th- you know this actor called Tony Slattery, it's almost like the thing of like, it's, I thought it was, it was just so smart that I feel that it kind of went over certain people's heads. 
And that's the reason why I like that villain, because he was never the villain. A, vi- a villain is always created. A villain is a perception. And, you know, like and like I said, if you're looking at a country, say, like America, hopefully American subscribers and listeners don't have a go at me. Um, I mean, it is one of those things, like, you, you can go and look at America in the 60s, where you've got, like, you know, um, America just you know, witch hunting um, Soviets, you know, even though they, you know, they may li- be living in the States for X amount of time. Um, Americans witch hunting people of Asian yeah, descent. Yeah, Japanese. Americans, yeah. Wi- exactly. Americans witch hunting black people, even though, you know, technically, if you look at history, you brought us over here and so forth. So I always felt that, that the creation of the Mandarin in Iron Man 3 was basically saying, this is what this country does. And this is what you do. And if you look at all three Iron Man films, when it when when you look at one of the underlining themes behind underneath it is always to do with war, and how you and how you keep the war going, you know like you know you, I want to have my own Iron Man armor because I need to go and create a war to go and do this. We've got the second one. I want this, so I need to go to the Russians. I'm going to go to uh, an enemy and make them make something, but in the same way keep the the circle going. In the third part, I'm going to create this person to keep the war going. So it's one of those things where it's just like is kind of like a common theme throughout all three Iron Man movies, but you don't really notice it until the Mandarin. And sorry if I'm prattling on, but the other reason why I, it never really bothered me because I saw that straight away. But my thing was always like, people were getting upset. And I, and I will always say this, anybody who's a Mandarin fan, put your hand up. I'm an Iron Man fan and I'm a Mandarin fan. But when people were getting upset about the Mandarin, I was like, Name me a Mandarin comic where you know it is a really good storyline, and everybody and then a lot of people were quiet. So, in regards to representation, I can see how it could have been uh, taken the wrong way, but it's one of those things where I do also believe that I think sometimes people get caught up in their feelings and have to look at the bigger picture. And sure, you, you think people yeah, are too yeah. quick to judge the surface level look oh, yeah. of it rather than look at like the meaning and why he was included in the story. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I mean, I mean that that's how that's how I viewed it, and like, and like I said, and it was no different to the comic books that you would that you would see, you know, that you would that you would see the Mandarin in Iron in Iron Man comic books in the It was no different to that. That was basically character created in the racial stereotype, whereas like this one, it was just like we are going to create the stereotype and we are going to sell it, and nobody saw that, and I was like, well. Eh. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's me being my high, on my high horse. Um, okay. I, I don't know how you guys feel. Well, I mean, you've definitely made me want to rewatch Iron Man three. <laughs> I want to <laughs> yeah, see that because I I feel like I missed it. It wasn't my favorite uh, MCU film, not necessarily yeah. because of the Mandarin. Just I didn't, uh, yeah, didn't hit me quite right. But yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch that and see uh, well, and well, see well, a I've different got, light. I've got another point. So and, and I've got another point. So think of it like this. So you've got one person creating a villain. That's basically trying to, you know, to, you know, to keep a war going or to keep a battle going. And then even when you do look at the, Amer- even when you do look at, in parentheses, the America in Iron Man 3, they're creating something called the Iron Patriot, which is basically mm. a war machine that's covered in American flag. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, I mean, let's put it say, like the signs are all there, depending whether you, you're able to see it like I do, but the signs are definitely, definitely all there. Okay. What did you think of Iron Man 3, Tazzy? Did you see it or... I saw it, but you're asking me to remember something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we've had a whole lot of Marvel stuff happen yeah. since then for me to... 
Okay, well, yeah, um, yeah, maybe we both need to rewatch it and then and see uh, what Rich is seeing. <laughs> but uh, I like that point, though. It's that's uh, I get you what you're saying about the the war and uh, that theme carrying through and creating uh, villain because I guess that was what they were yeah trying to do, right? It's like we've created this villain to keep this war uh, going, keep that enemy present. So, all right, yes. Yeah added that to my list um we'll see i also need to get more uh more of the comics because yes it's an interesting character from what i have read uh so far and at least when i go to workshops i can talk to kids about the origins of the 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 comic character so i need to know that myself i think icarus is more one-dimensional in the film than he is in the book oh can we talk about that because remember on the, on the podcast you said oh icarus is really one dimensional one dimensional and then you mentioned oh, something yeah. about superman and i was like and i was like the film like i was in i was trying not to laugh because the film <laughs> straight up calls him superman yeah so i'm a, a massive superman fan is my favorite character in all media and there, yeah, there has been, oh, really? let's say, a 30 years character murder on this guy from comic book creators <laughs> and movie <laughs> creators. And, and 30 years is a long time for people to start hating a character. And, um, and here comes Marvel giving me this jacked up dude with uh, heat vision, laser beam eyes flying around. And, and here I am, and I'm like, oh my god, Marvel was going to do it for me, I can't believe it. Marvel did it before, before DC. And, and here we are, it's, it's, it's an evil guy, and he, at the end of the movie, he offs himself into the sun. Great. Thank you, thank you, Marvel, for, for giving me <laughs> Superman and then making me evil again uh, for the tenth time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this idea yeah. that Superman is a one-dimensional character is absolutely wrong. And um, yeah, it is, he's a dude that is from Kansas. The guy doesn't remember Krypton. He doesn't remember any of that stuff. Uh, well, I wouldn't need a podcast for this. Like a whole, yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. 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 Okay, you know what? Because, uh, uh, so Vic, we're going to do this separately because I, yeah. Superman is definitely I not my favorite character. Uh, <laughs> I, I want you to show me something that, that convinces me otherwise. I'm definitely open. I want to be involved with this conversation. Yeah, I, 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 I want to invite to this as well because I am with Vic on this. Right. I am a Superman defender. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm a Batman fan. It depends which <laughs> Superman we're talking about. <laughs> I'm a okay. Superman defender. I will. I I will join in on it because I. I know that Superman is not one dimensional. He is like Superman's more human than most human characters in the DC pantheon. And he's more human than Batman. Oh yeah. Batman is not really human though. (laughs) (laughs) I realized I looked at my calendar today. Yeah. And then like, was like, Oh, comic con is in two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) And my, my cosplay is not ready. Oh, as you're doing two, right? Not anymore. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I have the one. Going. Not anymore. I have a bit for it. <laughs> to be fair, like there's not much needs to be done, but I really want to get on with it in case like there's a bit something else I need or something goes wrong. Makes sense. It's a very simple cosplay, but which one did you like? What got caught? Uh, the the mashup, the Harley Misty mashup. 
And sort of how have you met, like made use of different online platforms to spread your cost? Co- oh, sorry. It's oh okay. <laughs> Let me start that question again. So just give it a try. Life is short. Just do what makes you happy because that's all that matters at the end. Oh, have we... Uh, is Tazzy still there? Oh, sorry. I... Uh... <laughs> I was talking that my mic was mic was muted. Um, my bad. Uh, so before we go, uh, I want to get to our storytelling tip for this week, which I'm actually not going to do because I haven't finished the notes. So I'm going to record that separately <laughs> and edit it in. Uh, so let me delicately go into the intro for our listener questions and feedback. So that is a story tip for this episode. Tazzy, let's check in with feedback and guest news. So um, we're just going to get some information on our guests and what they've been up to. Uh, Well, sorry. (laughs) Stop talking for so long. My voice just went. (laughs) Let me start that again. This film's so good that there's just so much in it to talk about that I just don't feel like <laughs> this podcast has really given us a chance to really dive into all of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's surprising because we covered so much. I know, yeah, right? Yeah. But, you know, the podcast does have to come to an end at some point. But before we do that... <laughs> Just a reminder that uh, you can send your feedback at feedback at myamada.com or in our Discord or on social media, at myamada on Twitter, at myamada TV on Instagram or at Tazzy on both. Yeah, I think he just like decides where, when and <laughs> when he wants to leave, uh, when he wants to stay for the whole thing. So. <laughs> but uh, he's uh, he's back for now, so... Please continue. <laughs> Shall I start from uh, well, from the beginning? Yeah, or? yeah, you can start from the beginning. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, uh, Jack- oh, sorry. No, no, I was just saying I'll, I'll piece it together. But yeah. <laughs> so I'm just trying to find this command to to end Craig. <laughs> Craig, get out of here, Craig. <laughs> but, but 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 don't don't hate us because you got no because and I yeah. need you for the next recording. <laughs>